Rima Karama here with a quick infomercial and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Eurema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message. You're now rocking with the Mastermind Alliance. I am Yurima Karama. I'm a hip hop head, so I had to, I had to, uh, that's one of my, <laughs> believe it or not, yeah, that's one of my, uh, one of my favorite old school tracks, at least from that, that time. I got a lot, though. I got a lot, but that 24 hours to live. And, and I will say this, and I will debate, I will debate. I love DMX. Anybody that knows DMX is like my favorite, my favorite artist, just on the strength of the energy that he brings. DMX is my favorite artist. And I've always said that usually on a track, DMX is going to go last because he just brings that energy. But that particular song right there with all the artists that were on there, I mean, Todd, you got, you got, you had Mace, you got DMX, you got Styles, you got, you know, you got Sheik Looch, you got Jada on there. I mean, you got these out of all of them though, Black Rob killed that shit. I'll debate, I'll debate some people on that as far as cadence, as far as delivery. Black Rob killed that shit, man. So in any case, I'm, that, that's on some hip hop stuff. I got to get some hip hop heads in here to really have that type of discussion. So, but this is a little bit different. So if this is your first time rocking, make sure that you go to the webpage www.uremokarama.com uh, so that you can download the app. Also make sure that you are connecting with us at our Unity Walk organization at www.theunitywalk.com. Uh, 
And also, uh, we have our National Unity Walk event next month, uh, July 22nd through the 25th. We'll be going to be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So if you would like to attend that event, uh, maybe traveling from out of state, uh, you can actually go to that webpage, www.theunitywalk.com. Go to the events and donations page. And there is a link there where you can hit to get a, a discounted rate on your hotel stay. Uh, we're staying at the Abbott Hotel. So if you would like to attend and get that discounted rate, uh, please uh, go to that page. And I think it's about to come to an end. I think uh, when it's about a month out, uh, they end that offer. So you'll want to get in there as soon as possible. So uh, a couple of things that I wanted to uh, wanted to address uh, and I mean this the way that I did Juneteenth idiocracy and black baby trauma. Uh, and basically we're talking about three different kind of three different things, but they all tend to coincide. Um, and so, and, and, uh, I have my two brothers up here, which is always a beautiful thing, uh, wealth and D. Uh, and so I want to, uh, kind of paint this picture for you. Um, and uh, imagine, because we're the, the the big hype is this Juneteenth thing. And one thing about black folks, we'll look for any reason to party. We'll look for any reason to uh, practice cognitive dissonance where we don't have to look at a real situation. We'll use any we'll use any excuse, any reason that we can to 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 uh, uh, block out all of this trauma that that we've that we've gone through that our ancestors have passed down to us trauma that they went through generational trauma that uh we aren't breaking those generational curses we'll do everything that we can to to block that shit out but at the end of the day imagine this imagine imagine um imagine me me yeah imagine me no nah, you can't imagine me we're not going to use me uh i tell you what Maybe this will put it a little bit more in perspective. Imagine, imagine, well, do I want to use Bill Gates? Mm. Uh, yeah, let's go with Gates. So imagine a guy like Bill Gates coming into your home. Uh, you, you invite, you invite Bill Gates in. And uh, when you get comfortable on your couch and you two are sitting down, um, and you're talking, Bill asks, you know, if he can use your restroom, you, yeah, yeah, you don't even get up because you're feeling a little comfortable, you know, it was a little awkward at first, a little Weasley ass cracker up in here, so, uh, but, but you start to feel comfortable, <laughs> he's no threat, uh, and, and he's pretending <laughs> as, as if, once you point out the bathroom to him, he remembers where the front door is, how you let him in. And so Bill actually goes and opens that front door and a platoon of people come in. And now they're in your home. They have guns. And that platoon of people, now they're in your home now. Um, they tell you to stay seated. They start going in your fridge, eating up everything. They're grabbing your wife by the ass. Um, they're smacking your children if they feel like there's any, like the children are doing anything wrong. And if you even make an attempt to get up, they're pointing the gun at you, telling you to sit down. Um, then later that evening, you hear, hear a couple of them fucking your wife. Um, they're, they're going into your fridge, um, you know, eating up all of your food. They've basically taken over. And this goes on, this goes on for, this goes on for 
some some years in your home. In your home, mind you. This is not outside. This is in your home. And so now you're to the point, you're to the point, you know, you're you're listening to these guys fuck your wife. <clears throat> Quite frankly, I mean, you're listening to some of them fuck your children. Let's be honest. They're pedophiles. They practice that. So you're listening to them fuck your wife. You're listening to them fuck your children. Your wife is looking at you like you're a piece of shit because you're not protecting. Um, and then you... You ask them, you have to ask them, can you go in the fridge and, and get something to eat? Hey, uh, hey, uh, Bill, or hey, Massa Bill, uh, can I, can I go in my fridge to get, to get some cheese? Uh, can I go in my fridge to get, to get a glass of water? Can I go in my fridge? Yeah, you're, cause you're, remember, you're in your home, but they've, they've changed the game now. Because now, you know, the one with the bigger gun, they say, well, wait, this isn't your home. This is our home now. Yeah, you lost that right. You lost that right when you let us in and you didn't keep us out. You didn't have the firepower to keep us out. Wait a minute. This is, this is, I mean, yeah, she's, she's your wife, but, but this is my bitch right now. And, 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 and guess what? What are you going to do about it? Well, Yurima, what are you getting at? My point in everything that I just said is what the fuck are we hyped about a holiday and what the fuck are we doing even asking? This is our house. I'm sorry. This is our house. This is our house. And niggas is begging for holidays in their house. I mean, think about this shit, man. We're begging for holidays in our house. And then the holidays that we should be participating in, the holidays that, that, that we don't have to ask, holidays like Black August. What you know about George and Jonathan Jackson? What about, what about, what about the, what about holidays in support of Comrade Nat Turner? You think it's a coincidence that they gave Dr. King a holiday and wouldn't give Malcolm one? Which is why we should be, which is why we should be demonstrating Malcolm's holiday. And guess what? Guess what? Any holiday that we decide to partake in, we don't have to ask the cracker for anything. Did y'all know that? See, that part. People like to get in my comments and say, yeah, that part, Eurema. Yeah, that part. Like, what the fuck are we asking for? Men don't ask. We don't ask. And this is the part that weak women don't get about us. You know, the ones who, the women who think that they're strong, they don't get that part that we don't ask. We might be gentlemen. That part, yeah, we'll be gentlemen. We'll be kind. Children ask, man. The fuck is we asking for? And then the shit that, then the shit that, 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 that we need, 
The shit that's necessary. The shit that's necessary. People got to be able to see the game in this shit, man. The shit that's necessary. If you want to talk Juneteenth, you got to talk the fucking land that you stole with that. You can't have a conversation about Juneteenth without having a conversation with, about the fucking land that you took. They're connected, vitally connected. So they giving crumbs off the plate. This ain't even a fucking crumb, man. This is an empty plate. It don't even have crumbs on it. This shit don't have nothing on it. This plate is empty. And I'm sorry, this is just the fucking truth. The history of this country, the history of this country, you do know that the goddamn, you do know that the goddamn European, the hybrid European is the newest species on the planet. You do know that, right? So before the great earthquake, before the great earthquake, let's break this shit down. There was mass migration. So when people talk about, oh, we're from, we're from Africa, we're from a Kebulon. Well, okay, yeah. But that didn't mean that we stayed stagnated. That means that people moved about. People was moving. And, and if we just want to get technical, if we just want to get technical, and recognize that a lot of this shit done been switched up like they switched up the map on us and made the continent look smaller than what it is, made South America look smaller than what it is when the continent is the largest on the planet. What, those 54 countries within the continent? I think it's 54, 56, something like that. There is speculation that actually this could have been a Kebulon. This could have been Africa. We know that portions of this was named Egypt. We do know that. So they came into your home. They came into your home. I mean, we got to be honest about this. This is part of the trauma. Nobody wants to talk about that part, how they came into your home. They fucked your woman. They fucked your children. And they fucked the men too. Let's be honest. Buck breaking, it wasn't just about buck breaking. We talking about a whole gay establishment. Their foundation is built on that. Remember, they just used the philosophy of the Europeans to use the women to have babies to keep their lineage going, but they use children to play. See, I didn't get on here to play, man. We gonna have real conversation in my shit. Black on black unity, that's the shirt. Yes, black on black unity. But we're going to have some real goddamn conversation and we're going to call this shit what it is. They use women to keep their lineage going. But, but they like to play with little boys and girls. So they come into your house. They come into our house. I'm sorry, but this shit is ours, man. This shit is ours. And that's the argument that I'm always talking about with these other groups of people. When you're talking about going into their court system to do this, going to do this, when are you going to talk about taking your land back? You can talk about treaties all day, but they didn't come in with treaties. They came in with the fucking gun. That's what they came with. But this is still our shit. 
when you get when it's said and done, this is still ours. Stolen or not, it's still ours. If somebody fucking comes and steals a chain off of your neck, according to physical law and spiritual law, that fucking chain is still yours. Now, if you if you if you ain't going to get your shit back, that's on you. But it's still stolen property. If you too cowardly to take your shit back, I mean, hey, that is, you know, they're, they're going to lay claim to it. But the law of karma says that there will be a penalty to pay because that was not rightfully yours. This space is not rightfully theirs and they know it. That's why their kingdom is falling, crumbling quickly because it was never theirs to fucking begin with. These European kingdoms aren't lasting long compared to the dynasties of Timbuktu, uh, 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 Egypt, Ethiopia, Kush. The comedic sciences, this is not lasting long. Rome did not last long. They don't keep power long. How can hybrids keep power long? When we are the innovators of everything, they have to go through us for everything. So they came in, they came in, they raped, robbed, and pillaged, and now fucking black people, black people, aboriginal, indigenous, melanated, black people, is begging massa for holidays. Black people. Begging Massa, can they get a couple of crumbs? Not begging Massa to cut the check. Fuck the check and their fiat currency, quite frankly. There's about 30 or 40 countries that ain't even fucking with the dollar. They denouncing it right now. They ain't telling you that on the news. Yeah, you're in an imploding fucking ship right now. This motherfucker's sinking and it's sinking rapidly. That's why they want to keep you in that party state. Because they know that the party's not going to last very much longer. When they talk about third world countries and things like that. Yeah. See, that's the part of the game that, that this country ain't seen yet. You will pay for your sins. The ancestors is not playing. So, yes, they're imploding. But guess what? Guess what? While they're imploding, we're we're in the bowels of this bitch, too. Some of us are not going to implode with them, though. Some of us have an exit strategy and we don't actually have to exit. (laughs) But, But the point is, they came in, they stole. And now the thief has you begging them to get your shit back. That's kind of what I put in the song the other day. See, we made it and they stole it. Then they tried to sell it back to us like we owed it. Ain't no secret. Then I say, ain't no secret. It's about time we retrieved it. It's about time we get our shit back. Stolen jewels from Kemet on to ancient Egypt. 
And all them philosophers and scholars that they said was the was the most genius people, them motherfuckers got it from us. They got it from us. They say that the greatest scholar was Aristotle, the greatest thinker and greatest scholar. I hate you liars. Bullshit. Because there is no Aristotle without Imhotep. So bullshit. Gonna call it. But, but, but when you the one in power, you can dictate the history. But when you the one in power with the gun, you can rewrite history any way you want to write it. And when you a hybrid, when you a hybrid, you will try everything in your power to re to rewrite and keep the originators out of it. Juneteenth. Asking white folks for a holiday. And what's interesting, what's interesting about that too is just think about this. Think about this in, in the Empress, uh, the Empress uh, Melro, who's in the audience, she brought this up and I thought it was brilliant. So, so the holiday, <laughs> Juneteenth, because certain groups around the country got the information late. That's how this comes about, particularly in Texas. They got the information late because there were already freed prisoners of war. We won't call them slaves. We'll call them prisoners of war because that's exactly what it was. It was a war on our people. They were our ancestors were prisoners of war. So some of them, a group of them were already supposed to be, quote unquote, free. And so the information got to the state of Texas and other parts of the West years later. But just imagine this Juneteenth thing. And this holiday that 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 pedophile Joe Biden has put in. Because they enslaved us and the information or enslaved our ancestors who were prisoners of war and the information got off late. Well, now, OK, we're going to give you a holiday. OK, can white people work on that holiday? Can this just be a holiday for black people? Why do white people get time off for this holiday? Why do the Europeans get to benefit from this holiday? Niggas, man, niggas don't be thinking, man. Niggas, niggas accept any fucking peanuts and crumbs. But the big shit, you got black people running around right now. Niggas talking about, oh, man, we, man, fuck that. I don't want nothing. No reparations, man. Shit, I don't, I don't want, I don't want these people to give me nothing, nigga. I'm just like, when those instances... Those instances, I, 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 so I, I'll be honest with you. On those instances, I actually revert back and start to pray. 
in those instances, I really start to pray and I pray for hands. I pray for hands the size of fucking mountains. I pray to God at that time. I pray to the ancestors at that time for hands the size of fucking mountains so I could smack the shit out of all of them bitch ass niggas for their idiocracy and their stupidity. Just like to smack them bitch ass niggas, smack the fucking life out of them. Uh, this is why Juneteenth uh, and for the family, unfortunately, on on uh, we worried about Juneteenth. Right. So unfortunately for the family on uh, over here on Clubhouse, you won't be able to see this. But I did want to uh, play this uh, real quick. I'm going to turn it around for the for the family on IG. This is this is what we're up against. Motherfuckers worried about a holiday so they can go party. But. You got fucking mass mur murders taking place right in the goddamn community. Now, look at this bitch ass motherfucker. Look at this shit. You see this shit? This happened in the BX. Now, this dude, this dude is running, trying to get away from this dude. And it appears as though he's going to try to use one of those children or maybe both as a goddamn shield. Look at this shit. And the one dude, he's what he thinks he's going to fire the gun around the goddamn children as if the gun is going to start as if the bullets are just going to start to just go around the children and hit hit it, hit their target. One of the children is is hit. Look at this shit. Now, now, so whatever transpired in that case, and for the clubhouse family, I apologize. Uh, hopefully my commentary was enough. Whatever transpired um, is that, so first of all, First of all, if it's that serious, you really do got to know how to get your man. Uh, there is a there is a time and place. Uh, you, you you can get your man without, you, you know, it's 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 plotting and planning. But you can get your man if that's if that's what you set out to do. See, this kind of shit, both of them bitch ass niggas need to die. Both of them need to be dead. The one shooting and the one who got shot, because when you got those babies out there like that, and our babies got to be subjected to that. This is the reason why I say with the unity walk, we're not I'm not thinking about I'm not thinking about trying to change the community, change that. That meant I'm not thinking about. No, we're going to build. We're going to build. We have to build. We have to take this shit away from the community and set our own blueprint. But both of them niggas need to die. Both of them. I said, yeah, I said it. They both need to die because when you fucking with them kids and you creating that trauma with them children, See, see, there, there's got to be code of ethics and code of conduct. And there has to be penalties for for degenerate type of behavior like that. You're fucking firing a goddamn gun around babies. So, first of all, that lets me know that you're an emotional reactionary that you don't even have the you don't even you can't even control your emotions enough to say, damn, this dude is trying to use these babies as a shield. Let me let me let me motivate and catch this nigga another day if I can catch him at all, because I'm not going to fire this gun around these children. This bitch ass nigga is trying to fire the fucking gun 
around these children and one of them got hit. Yeah. So now back to that fucking Juneteenth thing where this European came into your house, sat down at the couch with you, got up and let his fucking platoon in the door. They came in. They pointed the gun at you. They went into your fridge. They fucked your wife. They fucked your children. They fucked you. And then years later, still in your fucking house, they got you telling you, you got to ask them, can you get a drink of fucking water out of your fridge, out of your sink? You got to ask them, can you use the restroom in your own goddamn house? You have to ask them if you can fuck your wife in your own house because one of them might be fucking her tonight. Back to that Juneteenth shit. Who the fuck got time for a holiday and begging a European for a holiday when we got this shit going on in the hood? The room is open. Peace, family. Peace. Well, over here on Clubhouse. Yeah, that, that, that video, I started there. That, that, that video was very uh, disappointing and disturbing. Um, when I saw it the first time, I I, I read it. I, I I thought I I thought I saw something a little bit different. I thought maybe those were his peoples, and it looked like at first he was trying to push them out the way or like cover them. But you know, coming on to the end, I don't I don't I don't know. I can't call it either way. The shooter's definitely out of pocket, and they got to be some kind of consequences for the bullshit because we can't get mad when you see. When you see Asians out here shooting our babies and then you see one of us shooting our babies and, and then it's, it's just like, oh, all right, I ain't going to say nothing about that. You know what I mean? It, it, it got to be, the code got to be equally, equally dispensed. You know what I mean? Justice got to be equally dispensed. And yeah, that was some bullshit. And, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, there's a place there's a place for community justice that's that's I'll leave it at that you know what I mean there's definitely always a place for community justice is necessary um as far as this holiday thing goes you know what I mean um maybe I think too deep you know what I mean because I look at I, I take a step back from things sometimes and I'm looking at this Juneteenth uh making it a holiday thing and there's always that the, the, the enemy ain't giving you nothing. You know what I mean? If they give you, if it looks like they're giving you something, it's because you don't see the other hand taking more from you. You know what I mean? And when, when I look at the pattern uh, over the last few years, uh, we've, we've been, we've been, we've been withdrawing from a lot of the holidays. Not everybody, you know, there's still the coon class, you know what I mean? And, and the loss and sleep, you know what I mean? But more and more of us are waking up and, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these boycotts that never stop, hit them in the pocket financially. It hit them in the pocket financially. You know what I mean? We, we, a lot of us stop uh, spending our money on these holidays like they wanted us to, and they, they track numbers, man. They all about statistics and tracking numbers. You know what I mean? And they see a steady decline in, in us uh, spending our money with them. You know what I mean? Get, giving them our money, pretty much, all over simple base pleasures and just, you know, being asleep. And and I look at it as they're trying to find a way to get us back in that same hamster wheel, back in that same in that same uh, uh, mode of behavior that we was before, where 
oh yeah, let's just go turn up, uh, go buy a whole bunch of stuff to put on the grill, get the party going, you know what I mean? And and spend and spend a whole bunch of money that you otherwise you wouldn't even be spending. But except Master told you that today is a, a day where you could spend off all your money, your little bit of money that he let you have. You know what I mean? And and what better way to convince those of us to go out there and celebrate something and spend a whole bunch of money than by giving us this symbolic holiday because they're not giving us reparations. They don't want to have that conversation, <laughs> but they'll give you some shit that don't cost them nothing that's going to make them money. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we'll, we'll give you a payday off, and then we know you're going to use not just that day's pay, but probably the whole week's pay to go out and spend a bunch of money on silly shit. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's good that we're having a conversation because uh, there, there, there's... It, the more we talk about this stuff, the more people gonna hear it, and the more they gonna wake up, and they're gonna start paying attention to these patterns. And then we're not gonna keep, keep falling victim to the same patterns, the same traps that used to work before, but they 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 not working as efficiently as they used to. Yeah, thanks for that, Wealth. Um, I, 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 real quick. Uh, then D, you can go, and then we'll go around the room. It'll be D, Kareem, o, uh, Cindy, and then uh, Leticia. Uh, real quick, for the family on IG, I have no problem bringing any of you on. I want it to be interaction because I know that you want to get involved in the conversation. But... <clears throat> I put my life on the line every day by showing my face doing this. Trust me, when I'm out in public, people recognize me. Uh, and it's and it it's usually good. It's usually a great experience. My point is, is that if you want to get on over here, I have to know that you're black. So if you have no profile picture, I'm not letting you on. I have to know that you're Aboriginal, Indigenous, Melanated black person uh, because I'm uh, otherwise I, you're not going to get on. So uh, with that said, don't even uh, send a request. Uh, go ahead, D. Yeah, peace, peace to the room, peace to the tribe, man, peace. Peace. Um, what I was going to say is that uh, it really just disgusts me in general that, you know, we even acknowledge a day where somebody, where, where, where the most insidious fucking force that we've ever encountered in our existence in this realm, you know what I'm saying, the most evil force we've ever encountered. We're celebrating the day that they finally let their foot off our neck enough for us to assimilate into their society and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can how can the same people that are, are like astounded at information about you know uh, I am Mary, thank you. Like the 13th documentary that came out on Netflix. You know how that how, you know that kind of got big and everybody was talking about how you know the prison industrial complex is you know the new slavery and shit like that and you know all this fake woke shit that people talk about all the time about how we are currently enslaved how we're still mental slaves and the sleep people this and the sheep that blah 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 and then in the next breath y'all celebrating uh, a fake milestone you know like like slavery really fucking ended on Juneteenth you know and just the fact that anybody would even consider that shit to be a holiday like a holiday because this the day y'all stopped enslaving us? That shit is so backwards and just disgusting to me. Like, the fuck are y'all think about, man? Facts. You know, and so I, I, I really don't fuck with that. And I don't I mean I don't fuck with the idea of holidays anyway, unless we're dealing with something celestial, you know what I'm saying? If we if we dealing with the stars, we're dealing with, you know, the, the energies and how the earth's magnetic field is engaged and 
you know, this dance with, with, with the rest of the celestial bodies, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll fuck with that. You know, we talking about these frivolous ass, fake ass, yo, in 1865, you know, at whatever, however many years have passed, uh, you know, from the time that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed up until Juneteenth, I don't, I don't know the exact, you know, math on that. But what I do know is that in 1863, that term mania was turned because black people was breaking free so much that they had to create a fucking psychological term for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas are losing their minds. They must have some type of uh, mental disorder. They want to be free so bad. It just goes to show you how, how many of us were breaking free. You know what I'm saying? And pushing back two years before the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. You know what I'm saying? And so... It, it, to me, you know, it makes sense that, you know, they they did that by force, you know what I'm saying? Quote, unquote, freeing the slaves, you know, but just to look at our condition now, you know, you got me fucked up if you think I'm about to acknowledge anything that they claim that they gave us, you know, especially like, like the timing of it. Like, if you don't know by now that everything is strategic, you know what I'm saying? And, and any crumb or piece of anything that they give you now, obviously is, there's there's something behind it some type of pandering motive behind it. It's motherfuckers that don't know nothing that should know that. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I don't know, man. That's, that's just wild to me. As far as that video, I think, uh, I actually, um, when I first, my, my initial thought when I saw it was that, um, that the dude was, uh, like trying to run to like kind of find a place to hide. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Um, but it did look like the girl got in his way. Like he was running from the shooter and like she she ended up in his path and like you know kind of like caught her and covered her for a second so i don't, I can't tell if, if he was protecting her or whatever but when he was scrambling around i'm also considering this this thing was getting shot you know what i'm saying he, he getting filled with bullets right now so ain't no telling what was going through his mind he was moving sporadically a little bit anyway but just the just the fact that you're in a in an open area you know somebody's shooting at you 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 shooting at somebody in an open fucking area on both sides of this of this whole thing. Nobody thought that you know even like you shooting down at this man. All them bullets that could be ricocheting. I'm really surprised that them babies didn't get hit for real. The way that this dude was just shooting at the ground, like them shits could have any of them bullets could have bounced up and went straight through that baby's face. You know what I'm saying? Looking at how close she was, but. Anyway, I say that to say that, you know, speculation, I can't tell if he was trying to be shielded by them or if he was protecting them, but just the idea that, you know, gunplay is just so prevalent in broad daylight out here where there's, there's babies and families walking around broad fucking daylight. Broad daylight, yo. Just now, um, you know, I'm hearing, I'm hearing shots and stuff outside out here, and my homeboy was just over here pulled up something. I, I, I meant to ask him what he was actually looking at. But he was looking at, like, the news of, of what's actually happening, like, live or whatever. And in the past two hours, there was six shootings in D.C. on this side of town. In two hours, six shootings. And this was literally, like, within the past three hours that this happened. What the fuck is up with all this? Like, why is niggas just firing off? Like, for what? You wasting a lot of ammo, man. When what's to come, you don't need all of that shit. Mm. I'm just rambling at this point, but, um, you know, I, I, I definitely, you know, I, I echo your sentiments, both of y'all, uh, Yurima and Ruff, 
and uh, this shit is a fucking madhouse out here. Yeah, I want to. I, I want to say uh, before we get to you, K. Reem. Um, yeah, I got. I got to take it back because listening to you and wealth, um, I don't want to speculate on that dude's life. Um, initially, it seemed to me, and one of the one of the babies did get hit. Um, I don't know how severe it was, but it, but initially, it seemed to me like um, he might have been using them for cover. But but now that it, now that I, I think about it and going back reflecting on that video, um, yeah, I, I don't know. So I don't. I don't. I don't I, I I was wrong on that because I don't know. I mean, a motherfucker's trying to dodge bullets. I Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I get it. Well, I had to check myself on that, too, because I looked at the video when you sent it to me earlier. And, you know, I'm looking at the video, but I'm also reading the caption. And it was the perspective of the person writing that caption. I was like, yeah, uh, this is disgusting how somebody can do this and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they telling you what you're watching. So I had to kind of step back and say, hold on, like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, no. And, and, and that's exactly um, that's exactly what I got caught up in. I got caught up in the caption. And um, yeah, but it, it very well could be because uh, because when I reflect back on the video, you're right. It could the kids could have gotten in his path. The shooter. So I'm going to leave it at the shooter. The shooter should have fucking he should have kept it motivating. Because, because, and, and it just shows the disrespect, man, in our community. Like, I get grown people have their beef and their bullshit that they go through. Um, I, I, I get that. I think a lot of it is, I think a lot of it is, is, is just ignorance. I think a lot of the shit that we go through as a people is not, a, is really just not worth taking a motherfucker's life for. Um, the motherfucking lives that should be taken is not the lives that get taken. So, so I mean, the, the beefs that we have between us are, are real petty fucking, is real petty shit. And the motherfuckers that really should get the business, they never get it. And so, uh, but I think if, if you've made it a point that I got to get so-and-so or I got to get a person, you know, there needs to be a procedure for that. Where fucking women and children is not involved in your fucking bullshit, man. That shit is disgusting. And people look at that shit. They look, outsiders look at that shit. And that's the catalyst. That's the excuse that they use to say, well, look at them. They don't care. So we can treat them any kind of way. Because look at how they treat one another. And it becomes an excuse. It becomes a worldwide thing, man, where, where those type of videos and shit go out to the world and, and people is looking like, oh shit, that's how, like, like acting like fucking animals. Who the fuck is going to, is going to be shooting with those two babies? You got two babies there. And he still kept firing. Like it's it, fucking pure insanity, man. Still kept firing with the baby. So, uh, K. Reem, go ahead. Uh, peace to the fam. Peace to the fam. Man, a couple of things, man. Um, just to hop off on, on the video that you're saying, you know, um, it got to be a code. You know, there, there has to be a code. I mean, that, that's just what it is. Um, whether, you know, I know you said we can't, you know, speculate in, in terms of that particular situation with the video. Um, but overall, you know, there has to be a code. And, and when we come up with it, the other thing, I've been on here, you know, in Clubhouse and had some of these conversations, you know, 
when we come up with it, we got to come up with it and, and we got to let it be. You know, so I think sometimes we want to have it both ways. And I'm going to, you know, talk to my sisters for a second on here. Um, you know, with, with, with black men right now, you know, this this whole thing about brothers, even when brothers are talking, they're talking about brothers are being violent, even when they're talking, it's like, what the hell? You know, so if, if shit like this is happening and men are shooting up and their children around, right, no matter what was taking place, and brothers say, listen, we step up and we say, we got to do something about this, and we say, this is what we're going to do, we, we, we need support to say, go ahead and do that. You know, but we can't have second guessing when men decide to be men and go out there and say, listen, this shit is, 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 is not what we stand for. We can't have our women second guessing us, you know, and so we got to come, you know, whether it's on here as we do and the brothers and sisters, we get to talk. But in, in our communities, it has to be certain things men got to stand up and do. And then when we're doing it, you can't say, well, uh, do it this way or do it that way. You know, allow us to do it the way that it has to be done so that we know and we set this shit and, and set up the, the guidelines and then we follow the guidelines. So that's one thing, you know, as, as I see, I've seen some videos that it just blows my damn mind and there has to be a code and the code used to be no women and no children, right? Um, and they can't be around, they can't be, and they got to be, y'all both got to be in the game and no, 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 no passerby, no bystanders. And so, you know, we, we, we had, and that's why some of these things were in place. And so if we put them back or we decide whatever it is, you know, we got to roll with it. Secondly, in regards to what he, what really gets us on point is what, what we always talk about, what, what I always talk about from the side of where I, where I interact with many of our young people and, and their, their parents is this education shit. Because as you're saying, you're talking about Juneteenth, right? It's it's the celebration of us getting free or the celebration of us being lied to for another two years after this law had been passed. And these white folks knew that we were supposed to be, quote-unquote, free, and they continued to lie to us. So what do we celebrate that we were lied to for another two years? It's like, but we're not thinking, you know? And so we got to be real, real clear on who the fuck the enemy is. Right. And and they are they are our self-described. They call us their enemy. So, again, where I come from, if somebody is calling you their enemy, then you ass better wake up and understand what the hell they mean. Right. They mean that shit. So we, we got to stop on, on this. Well, we got to educate the kids a certain way because we don't want them to be angry. We don't want them to be upset with white people. No, that's what happened. The shit that happened is what happened, right? Tulsa happened. All these other cities happened. And our people, those white people, didn't give a fuck about how we felt. So we got to educate our children. And that means, as Walt said the other day, you know, if we're working to get awakened and get off of the plantation and, and get free, we got to free our children as well. And that starts with these schools and that's educating them properly. Because if we don't, now we got all these kids that are going around thinking Juneteenth it's going to be this celebration. It's going to be, and don't even know what the hell it's celebrating. Right? So we got to get on our job, and that's it. Thanks for listening. Kareem, thanks. I appreciate that. I do want to, I do want to say, say one thing, and I got to, Kareem. Uh, you know how I get down. Um, and I, 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 just, I just believe this 
from 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 a man's standpoint. <clears throat> um, when a code of conduct is put in place, um, and I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Because when we talk about the women who who don't support, hypothetically, if we were to put a code and code of conduct in place, and the women who don't support, my thing is fuck them. Why? Because that becomes another argument. We don't have time for arguments. And and I don't mean fuck them because um um. You know, it's any deep-seated hatred because I love black women. But the ones who would disagree with that, the ones who would try to stand in the way of that, the ones who would put up some type of barrier for that, to me, they're enemies at that point because of everything that's at stake. When the Italian boys used to go out and do their work, one of the things is, is they kept the women out of it. One, because then the women couldn't tell anything if shit hit the fan. But two, because... When certain things go on and men have to go deal with other men, nobody should stand in the way of that, period. And that's what I'm saying that men are going to do. We're not going to ask. There's no asking in these type of situations. There's no negotiating with, with the women in this type of situation. If there was if there was a code of conduct in place, there's not a woman on this planet that should be able to tell us, oh, no, that brother who was shooting, man, you just let just let law enforcement deal with it. And just man, fuck that. OK, no, you're right, sis. As we're giving her the side eye, knowing what we're going to do anyway, regardless. Yeah, there's just certain things is that 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 they're going to have to they're going to and this is this is that part where this is that part where the woman knows her role and she knows when men are stepping up, when men are stepping up. Cuz see one thing about that white boy, when he's going on his mission, that she devil ain't getting in his fucking way. She gonna let him complete that goddamn mission. Facts. Show me a time where she didn't got in his fucking way and stopped him. She's not. She's gonna let him complete that mission, right, wrong, or indifferent. She's gonna get the fuck out of his way. And that's why, that's why they got our fucking, their foot on our fucking neck. Cindy, what's good, Empress? Yes, everybody. How y'all doing? On June 10th. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 okay, I had to make notes because I, I get a little scatterbrained when I'm talking. Y'all remember this is um, LGBTQ month, right? No, I didn't know. It's on your calendar. It's on your phone. It's showing up on your phone. Like, if you look at your phone, it's for the whole month. Really? I'm thinking to myself, how much worse is that than fucking February, the shortest month for black history? You gonna gonna stick Juneteenth right on fucking LBT, Elemental P, Q, whatever the fuck, month? Disrespectful. Okay? 
how they see how they do it. Then I wanted to point out, did y'all know that the first cowboys were black men? Yes. Did y'all know that? Yes. Right. And so now it's been whitewashed, right? So now I want to point out to y'all that basically as early as the 1500s, um, scalping. Scalping was a thing they would do to us from the 15th century, um, 1500s and up. And they actually hired, hired Indians and Europeans to come and get us. $40 for black men, 20 for black women, and 10 for children. And if you attach, it kept the ears attached. Oh, it's extra. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, this is the history. You, you, don't, you don't hear this shit in public school. Now, you know, you know I, here's the problem, right? I don't think people understand what Juneteenth is. And I had an elder come on and talk about it like in 2018. And I didn't think about it until now. Because I was like, he sure enough was like, we really shouldn't celebrate Juneteenth. And this is why he said. And I looked up the article and it says, Native Americans adopted black chattel slavery from Europeans as early as the 1500s, said Alien Roberts, a university of Pittsburgh history professor. But these five Pacific tribes began assimilating into European American culture in the late 1700s, including owning slaves as a way to accumulate wealth, she said. The purpose and value of slaves in Native American territories were similar to those enslaved in the Deep South. Men were used for agriculture, labor, planting crops, tending the cotton fields, herding, livestock, Robert said, women perform household duties, cooking, cleaning, washing, and some garden work. Union soldiers stationed in Native American territories believed slavery did not compare to chattel slavery that existed in the South. It was consensus of opinion among the white troops who had been with the Indians nearly a year that slavery of the Negroes had been only in the name of Wiley Britton, a Civil War soldier, wrote in his book, The Union Indian Brigade in the Civil War. Slave narratives, however, tell both sides of the story. Many slaves talked about their masters. You know who their masters were? They were the Indians, y'all. That's what was happening in Texas. See, like you said, it wasn't like known, but it, the 13th Amendment and all that shit didn't apply to the Native Americans. Oh, Master Frank never worked as hard, and we had plenty of good food to eat, Kizzy Love said about her Chickataw owner, Frank Colbert, but Prince B, a former slave in Native American territory, described a brutal beating his brother received when he tried to run away that left him blind in one eye. The old master whipped him till the blood spurted all over his body. The bull whip cutting in deeper all the time, he recalled. He finished up whipping him with a wet, coarse towel, and the end got my brother in the eye. That's what Juneteenth is. They, they think they slick. This ain't even about them. I know y'all can hear that. Y'all brains are turning. This ain't about white folks. Juneteenth was nothing but the, the five tribes decided, okay, all right, all right, let them go. Because they were still hanging on to them, beating on them and everything. I know some of y'all, you know, yeah. mixing all that shit, but whatever. Get past that. That's what Juneteenth really is. 
You think they're ever going to own it? Like you said, they would give us a Malcolm X Day. How about Buffalo Soldiers? That was the only time they could put a little coin in a black man. You know, you know about the Buffalo Soldiers. Y'all heard mm-hmm. Bob Marley? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Get... So at the end of today, be careful what you celebrate because this is LGBTLMNOP <laughs> month. And at the end of the day, they got their own fucking agendas. And it's just so fucking disgusting and obvious. And um, if you look deeper into it, you can. Or check out OTW2. I put up the elder talking about it. It's, it's towards the end. So that way, you know, if you ain't got time to read, you can listen to it. And you drive home and stuff. Why we shouldn't celebrate, celebrate it. But you know they're going to have sales and shit. 20% off on incense and couches and beds and mattresses and TVs and fucking shit. So... That's, that's all I want to say. No hate or nothing like that. Just on some, like, I had a family member go, Biden's really for us. Man, it was like crickets. Nobody said anything. But, you know, I, I thought to myself, what do you mean Biden's for us? A holiday? A fucking holiday? No reparations. No, let's figure out what to do. Let me tell you how bad it is in New York. Uh, de Blasio has decided to give $2,000 a month to any teen or young person that's gay, a home, if you're homeless and gay, you get $2,000 a month. You ain't got to work. You ain't got to do nothing. Just show up and be like, I like the subject. And you will get a $2,000 check every month. You ain't got to work, do nothing. What is that about? You, you ain't got to go to school. You ain't got to get credit. Matter of fact, you can get arrested. You can do whatever you, you can kill. You can rape. You can do whatever you want to do. But you get... This is what I don't understand. When was it okay? Right. When was it okay for you to make to make money and not have to work for it? What does that teach people? I know y'all see these kids out here begging. Who taught them that? I hope it wasn't their mama taught them that. Who taught them that it was okay to just go up to a man and be like, "Sir, you got a dollar?" And, and even a white man be like, "You want to spit some machine, boy?" You know what I'm saying? Like, really? That's what, yo, I don't, I don't, uh, 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 happy Juneteenth, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, um, Cindy, you bring up an important point because, um, the, the, <laughs> the, uh, the, um, Indians didn't want to give up the slaves. They had to be forced to give them up. They were the last stand. Those tribes that you talk about, they did not want to give them up. They had to be forced by the government to let them go. Our ancestors who were prisoners of war. Yeah, so um, looks like Letitia got a call. Um, Aiken, you've joined... The chat, what's good? What's good, you're real. Peace, peace, family. Hope I'm pronouncing your name right. If not, please correct me. Akeem. Akeem, okay, got you. Uh, yeah, so, just about to fucking, uh, the fucking shootout, whatever that was, that's, like, uh, that, I think the way I said that shit was hella disturbed. Um, you know, uh, the babies can't even, uh, take a five. 
then they walk down to the corner store to pick up some snacks and shit without hearing bullet shots or uh, bullets flying at them. That's really sad in today's age. And uh, more or less, you know, I think, you know, it's my generation and shit, you know, the hyper-aggressiveness for no reason, uh, shooting the music and whatnot, talking about the ops, rolling up the ops and shit. Uh, I think that's contribut- contributing to a lot of the violence and whatnot. But yeah, bro, I had no, um, had no right trying to uh, use them children as a fucking shield. Um, and the fucking shooter, uh, like you had said, as soon as he observed that shit, he should have decided to uh, catch bro on another day. Yeah. And um, about this June team, yeah. Um, like it was just like it. Like I think if I could recall correctly, like I only remember it like popping off like in the last like five, four, three years or something like that. And um, you're absolutely right. Like I don't feel like black people have reasons to celebrate, and they should really watch the type of shit they celebrate. Um, um, because I think it carries like energy as well, and um, they don't, they don't recognize that and you have pointed out that um in the future our children and whatnot will begin celebrating some shit they don't even know what they celebrating and um i believe that's occurring as we speak uh, i got nieces and nephews and whatnot and i'm uh, picking them up from the school or whatnot because school's almost off and they talking about uh celebrating juneteenth and whatnot and you know they have a whole classroom discussions and shit and they don't even know they're getting uh told lies um by both blacks and whites so um you know it's really deserving and, and, and they're getting confused as well um and i do think uh, there needs to be some type of code code of conduct um for a lot of the shit that's going on in the black community yeah. so that's that's pretty much uh all i got to say about the shit um but yeah bro should have definitely um bro should have just um about the shooting and whatnot i was that de- definitely um definitely not cool at all man and, and it's unfortunate that the babies did one of the babies did get hit and i'm praying that you know it's not as bad yeah, Yurima is really fucked up by it. Yeah. Akeem, thank you for that, uh, brother. Um, appreciate that. And appreciate you joining us, too, up here um, and your input. Thank you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a, uh, it's a crazy cipher out here. Uh, Empress Letitia, what's good? Peace, gods. Peace, Peace. goddess. Peace. How y'all doing, family? We're good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's the end of the night for me, but, uh, you know, life goes on. So (laughs) Um, it's been beautiful here lately. We haven't had a lot of rain, not in this part of Texas, Um, not for a few days now. Uh, As y'all know, it was raining for maybe almost two weeks straight. so we we had got we've gotten some areas that flooded, but um, yeah, uh, the as far as the your subject, uh, brother Yurima, um, I, I have uh, I have definitely turned away from 
celebrating Juneteenth. Um, just the more I learned about it, the more I realized how detrimental it was. And as um, the emperor before me, Akeen, mentioned um, energy, and they'll probably be harnessing energy um, tomorrow. There'll be quite a bit of, of harvesting going on. Um, and then you have now uh, where they want to, they're going, they have been here in Austin anyway, LGBT. QRS, um, they, uh, <laughs> they're, they're there, they're present. Um, yeah. And, uh, now we're going to have a lot of, of the savages in the crowd. And I, uh, it's just, it, it is definitely questionable as to why you would celebrate as Steve mentioned, why would you celebrate a, a, a holiday where you were told you were free two years later? Like that's some fuck shit. Like, we got fucked. We got fucked. Like they, they basically, you know, we're celebrating something that should have never even occurred in the first place. Um, but um, we allowed it. We allowed that some, a lot of that to occur because we should have fought back. But um, anyway, um, so now they're selling uh, throws and blankets and. And they've probably been doing this. I don't know. But I know there's a consumerism that's going to definitely be popping off even more. Um, so, yeah, I know my ancestors aren't, aren't very pleased with with the celebration of this. I feel that in my spirit. And uh, it, it's just disturbing that we're still mentally enslaved and we're celebrating being physically enslaved when a lot of us are still, uh, you know, we're lost. So it, it really sickens me that, that we're, we're in the headspace we're in as a whole, not, not us in particular here, but uh, yeah, it, it's sickening, it's disgusting to me. Um, and I'm glad I didn't see the black baby video cause that I, I couldn't fathom, I don't think seeing that watching a baby being put in harm's way like that, that would be quite disturbing to me. So, um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, it's, it's just more fuck shit with these symbolism and, uh, that that's what we keep getting and the Negro pen loves it. So they're going to keep giving them bones and biscuits away and milk, milk duds or milk bones or whatever. I, I don't know what the fuck what's next. Um, so uh, I'm just eating my popcorn. I, I, I ran out, but <laughs> ble blessings, blessings, y'all. <laughs> this shit, you gotta laugh to keep from crying at this bullshit. <laughs> Woo! Facts, facts. That's real, tissue for real. <laughs> shit is real. You do gotta step, and this is this is why I'm. This is why uh, separation is is so is so necessary. Um, uh, when we try to figure out what the hell is going on, it's the zombie apocalypse purging. All of that is going on, and, and it's all designed for that. It's all designed to do that. And um, one thing about us is we're always we'll spend some time trying to figure some shit out. Like I wonder why why we're we're acting in this manner. I wonder why he took that gun and was shooting around those children. I I wonder why she was. She just jumped up on that chair and started twerking. 
I wonder, like, we ain't got it. Look, it's just we need to separate. Can I can I ask you something? And and anybody can answer this, please. Do you think a lot of this uh, could be due to maybe they've been euthanized, or or also the the foods that we're eating? You know, I I don't know. What are y'all thoughts on on why we have such savagery going on within our own community because we weren't typically savage people from what I've read up on. That's a great question, uh, Leticia. Um, I, I just, I was thinking about the same thing as we were talking here and you got to watch, you, you got to, when, when you start to, to study the enemy, you start to understand that the enemy don't, is not that creative. They don't, they're they're not that creative. They do the same shit over and over and over again, right? Um, When, when, let's let's start with with the whole, with the whole Juneteenth thing, right? We got the numbers. We got the numbers. We've always had the numbers. We still got the numbers. And their biggest weapon was always psychological. That's why they like propaganda. And with all the uprisings that was happening at that time, with the numbers that we had, they had to maintain the image of power, right? So I'm looking at it as the whole the whole emancipation of proclamation. They knew that they that if they didn't change direction, we was gonna overturn their power. And if we saw that the power was in our hands to do that, then we would immediately understand that there's nothing that they can stop us from doing. So to get ahead of that, let's let's make a date where we say that we gave you your freedom. So if they given you your freedom, where's the power at? The power is still with them. The perception of power is still with them. Right? That they given us something that we couldn't do for ourselves. That's the that's 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 the underlying thought behind that. And then when you look at all the crazy shit that's going on in our neighborhoods now, remember we went through a time recently in the last uh, well, before this last three years or so, where crime was steadily going down, steadily going down, steadily going down in the major cities, right? And the minute that we start targeting and protest, well, you know, I'm, I'm not really a fan of protesting, but targeting the police and, and putting a spotlight on the exterminations that they carry out on our people, and then we started pushing back against it, right? The police... It's a gang. It's 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 it's, a, it's 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 like a mafia type organization, another branch of the government, right? And they don't operate just willy nilly. It's all psychological. What they do is you hear stories of of guns just showing up. Look at look at with the with the Black Lives Matter protest. You just find crates of bricks just showing up where they know a protest was going to be. They was doing the same exact thing in the hood back in the 80s and the 90s, where you go past an alley and you just see a box of guns just sitting there. Facts. Right? You think, they're not, yeah. you, you think they're not doing that shit again now, especially with the chance to defund the police? Well, the police got to make you scared. Problem, reaction, solution. They got to make you think that you need them again. So in states like New York, where it's hard as shit to get a gun... Most democratic states, it's hard as shit to get your hands on a gun, right? Where are the guns coming from? Who's Who got the most control of the guns? Think about it. The fucking law enforcement and the government. So if all these guns start showing up, and what they do is they'll set one group against another group. 
Hey, yo, I know you hustling, but yo, them guys down there two blocks over, they hustling too. You understand what I'm saying? And and hey, you you can either have us on your side or have us on their side. Which one you want? Because, you know, we can get you the guns. You know what I mean? And we're going to make sure we turn a blind eye when you go, you know, take care of your business. Right? So all of a sudden, all these gun crimes is showing up and there's no solving these crimes. Right? But you always got a video of it. <laughs> Facts. Right. Let me tell you, I used to be a security supervisor in, in, in Manhattan, in New York. And every time there was a crime around the building, the detectives would come and I would have to take them downstairs to the camera servers and we would burn them a copy off of the camera. And I'm telling you, like, within, a, within hours, they would have somebody locked up. Hmm. Right? So this, all, of, all of New York is like that now. There's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. And all these cameras is connected to the internet. So they got access to all these feeds. That's how when some shit happens, it'd be on the news like two hours later and you see the whole shit play out on camera. That's because there's cameras everywhere. So if you're seeing people getting run over by unmarked cars that suspiciously look like undercover cop cars, but I ain't gonna mention that though, right? And, and then all of a sudden you can't find the, you can't find the drivers. You, all these drive-bys is happening all of a sudden in the last two years. You know what I mean? And you can't, you oh, there's, there's there's nobody found, you know, even though the license plate is right there on camera, but no no suspects found. No, you know, you can't, you can't find nobody. Who the fuck do you think is doing this? It's the gangsters, the real gangsters. Mm-hmm. All right? So when you see an uptick in crime, they got to justify their existence and they will play one side against the other. That's why I like the old street code where you just didn't deal with them at all. If you got caught dealing with them, then, you know, it was community justice. Like, you just didn't deal. You kept them all the way out your community because this is what they'll do. They'll come in and they'll play one side against another side. They got us under constant surveillance now. In New York, on every other street pole, there's these NYPD cameras now. And and these cameras got, like, uh, this AI software now where they, they do facial recognition for everybody that they look at. I saw a video recently where they were showing you the cop, he was talking in the precinct, pointing out how these cameras work. And he was like, he was looking down the street and he was showing people, oh yeah, this this is the trap spot right here. Cause yeah, yeah, I saw that. The, the, yeah, the camera, is, the camera is recording how many people go to each house each hour and the house with the heaviest traffic, they know that's the trap spot, right? And, and, and they can tell you how many people went to this particular door. You know what I mean? Like, they, they when, when you're under constant surveillance, you're not free, you're a prisoner. Because that's prison. Right? And they do this in our neighborhoods. They don't do it in the other people. You don't see this. You don't see those cameras in Chinatown. You don't see them there. You don't see them in the Jewish neighborhoods. You don't see them there neither. But you see them in our neighborhoods everywhere. That's an occupation. So now they don't got to put the cars on the corner like they used to and expose themselves. They just put these cameras up everywhere. You know what I mean? So if you're wondering where, where, why is there uptick in violence, there might be an uptick in violence, but guess who's behind it, right? Guess who's stirring that pot, right? They the ones that's stirring that pot. And they purposely not solving these crimes so they can go, look, see, you guys you, you guys fired a bunch of cops and, and, now, and now look, you need, us, you need cops again because we don't have enough. We, you told us that we couldn't get no more military-grade equipment, but look at how the savages is acting now. But we, like, we got we just gotta get hit to what's really happening, man. 
Because what they expect in this course to be reactive and just look at the video and say, oh yeah, the, you know, it's, it's, it's just that simple. It's just what I see on the video. But where is this shit coming from? That's where it's coming from. And yeah, that's not saying that we don't need, uh, we don't need to, 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 to handle our business inside of our community by enforcing a code. We absolutely do. But understand, all of this talk is sweet, but there's going to come a time where you got to put action behind that talk. And I think a lot of us is afraid to even to even say that shit out loud because you're still scared. A lot of us are still scared. They're scared. Yeah, I think, too, uh, I think, too, with that is that, um, and everything you said, Wealth, is on point, but I also think um, there's other factors when we just talk about uh, not even crimes, but just the craziness that people are doing. Um, that's GMOs. That's the food. That's a mother or father who will take their child out to fucking McDonald's or Burger King five days of the week. Um, our diet, what we're taking into our body, the chemtrails that come out of the sky, um, those are all factors that factor into the craziness. Uh, the vaccines that um, children are getting at birth, um, the Similac, <laughs> if a mother isn't breastfeeding, um, you know, there, there's, there's so many, the pesticides that they spray on the crops um, that seep into the foods, um, you know, the, the water that, that, that people are drinking. There's so many factors that the fluoride, uh, you, I, I mean, all of these things that they have concocted to make sure that vibrational levels stay at their lowest peak, to make sure that people cannot reach their highest heights, and they know the power in us. So although there are factors with the police and how they're operating and, and you know, even in Chicago, like when you see all, they, they had the breakout years ago where every holiday there were these mass shootings. And it's like, well, damn, what, the gangsters taking off throughout the week, but they just wait until the holidays to, do you know, and then, then they came out with these masks that a white person can put on this mask and you'll think they're black. So, yeah. Those things, those factors are there, but we can't eliminate diet. We can't eliminate the things that are directly affecting our bodies as a people that we don't even know. The pharmaceutical drugs that people are taking, that they don't even know the side effects from that shit because they're telling you this is for diabetes, but the side effects have so much other shit involved that it's like, wait a minute, and if you don't read that shit, you just thinking that you, oh, Half the people going crazy, they don't even know what came over them. People were telling me now, man, I don't even, I don't, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. The shit's in the air. The, uh, the, the, the chemtrails is real. I mean, and so, you know, uh, they, they literally have been spraying populations of people like roaches, man. And so, you know, when we get these crazy reactions and people just, you know, ready to they just angry right now that stems from something that that stems from that stems from things like diet poor diet that stems from things certain things being in the foods i mean there's so these people when they got them nazi scientists over here operation paper 
Paperclip and Operation Mockingbird, um, Operation Bluebeam, all of it. They did a job, man. They did a job. And they already knew because they had done that shit in Germany. When they started that propaganda machine and they got them over here, they did a job on setting shit up. They set up Hollywood. They knew, okay, we want Hollywood to operate a certain way. And they started setting up all the, 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 even, even the, even the uh, headache medicine, the bare aspirin and Tylenol and all, all of that shit. It's a setup. And I, yeah, I, I want, I want, uh, this is the other, this is the other attack too. Go ahead, Cindy. I was going to say, anybody on top of that? People want to tear up and barbecue all weekend, brother. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I but I do want to point something out to everyone, because I want you guys to really think about the fact that Kamala and Biden are so happy that they signed Juneteenth. I want y'all to remember this. In case anybody got amnesia in the room, um, Biden was about mass incarceration, y'all, through the 80s and the 90s. Uncle Joe has described African-American felons as predators, the other thing too um here's the other thing we got to contend with because you talked about this as uh you talked about this as well cindy uh nickelodeon lgbtq drag queen commercial baby blue pink white represent transgender people and black and brown represent the queer and trans people of color 
this is what your kid is seeing when they watch programs on Nickelodeon. And the left is using these corporations to indoctrinate your children. Children are at the front lines of the culture war. They are the most malleable. They are the most vulnerable. They are the most innocent. And the left is using that against them. Baby blue, pink and white represent transgender people. And black and brown represent the queer and trans people of color. And black and brown represent the queer and trans people of color. And black and brown represent the queer and trans people of color. Let's let's hear that again. Maybe I heard it wrong. Nickelodeon wouldn't have no shit like this on. I, I gotta be this this has to be this has to be um what what did they what do they call that thing? Um what do they call that? I forget. It'll come to me. This is what your kid is seeing when they watch programs on Nickelodeon. And the left is using these corporations to indoctrinate your children. Children are at the front lines of the culture war. They are the most malleable. They are the most vulnerable. They are the most innocent. And the left is using that against them. seeing when they watch programs on Nickelodeon and the left is using these corporations to indoctrinate your children. Children are at the front lines of the culture war. They are the most malleable. They are the most vulnerable. They are the most innocent. And the left is using that against them. Baby blue, pink and white represent transgender people. And black and brown represent the queer and trans people. No, wealth, you saw that right. Black and brown people represent the queer and trans people of color. No, you saw it right. That was a fist behind that. Those colors. As a matter of fact, it was a black or a brown fist behind those colors. The subliminals are fucking real. These people are sick. And I'll say it. They're sick and they deserve to fucking be dead. They really do. They deserve to die. Yeah. Yeah. I, nobody else is saying yeah, I just I just say that shit. They deserve to fucking be dead, man. <clears throat> Real Good shit, man. That's that's just what it is. That's just what it is, man. And the thing is, you know, when we talk about they, there's a whole lot of people that's that's in that day. You know, there's a <laughs> lot of people that approved of that shit. A lot, a lot of motherfucking um, you know, a lot of employees and board members and you know whoever else that's conspiring to do this type of shit. You know, but what's really crazy is that um. You know, Wealth made a point talking about how, you know, the surveillance and shit kind of creates prisons for us. I don't know what it's like in, you know, in the rest of ghetto America, you know what I'm saying? But here where I stay at in D.C., uh, I, like literally just today in my immediate neighborhood, I rolled around and I've noticed this a lot in other neighborhoods, but it just really surprised me to see that this is happening now. But um, they've got fences up along every sidewalk throughout this entire neighborhood. And this is, you know, this is not like a, you know, a neighborhood with, you know, single family homes are scattered about people got yards. Like, you know, we got apartment building after apartment building after apartment building, but everything is lined with fences. You know, when you open your door to your apartment building, you know, there's a fence up on both sides of the sidewalk where you got this narrow passageway all the way along the sidewalk, you know, up and down the street. Um, and so... They got it where no matter where you at in this entire neighborhood, you're blocked in. Mm. You're, you're literally fenced in every single corner of this neighborhood. And it's just really tripping me out how, you know, 
the police departments, um, you know, here in D.C., the military, you know, all, all branches of the military are present here. You know, you see Navy ships and you see um, Air Force planes and you see, you know, Marine drills being ran and you see, you know, Army men, you know, walking around with rifles and shit like that. You know, the constant surveillance that's going on in this city, they've got a bird's eye view of everything that happens in this city. The police that's sitting on these corners and all these cameras and shit that's on the corners, they literally know who the fuck is, who lives everywhere. It don't matter who you are. And then these ain't, you know, uh, little running the mill, little surveillance cameras that they show us on TV. You know, they got high definition images. And what I saw that video you was talking about, because they showed, they had lines that follow every single person. And if you notice, well, they had people's full government names above their heads in that video. These are just random people walking up and down the street and they got their name pre-populated in this screen, like, you know, that instant recognition from the back of people's heads, whoever it was. And they compressed the video that was filmed over the course of a week and they time-lapsed it, not even time-lapsed it like what we're used to with, where they speed it up real fast, but they compressed the whole video to where everybody that walked up and down the street within that entire week, you see them all at one time within a 20-minute video. Wow. If that makes sense. You know, they, they kind of squeeze the video together. So you literally see everybody in motion at the same time that was there within a week. So that type of technology, you know, people complain about, I'm not going to use no face ID on my phone. And you think you stopping something? You think you stopping something because you don't want to take a picture of yourself on the phone and you put a piece of tape over your little camera? Listen, man, they, in 1984, when they wrote that book, I mean, yeah, in that book, 1984, they talked about Big Brother and the eye in the sky and shit like that. You know, a lot of that was before any of this current technology exists. Right. You know, but the military creates these technologies way before it's ever released as a consumer product. And they've been using this shit for decades before we even knew it existed. The MK Ultra and the mind control programs, that shit been in existence since like 1913. In the 1930s, they was controlling people's minds. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, the, the power of propaganda and you know, and all the rest of that, you know, makes it to where it's normal for people to walk outside their door and see that they're in prison. Niggas don't even think about that shit no more. It's normal to see a cop just sitting there all day, every day. They're not there to be just an ornament in the neighborhood. They're watching everything that happens, and they're more aware of the workings in your neighborhood than you are. Mm -hmm. The one or two cops that you see every day, they know every fucking thing. Mm. And that's how they're able to get into our neighborhoods and, you know, manipulate this group of people or that group of people and not just manipulate they will fucking kill the people on one side of town and make it look like these niggas over here did it mm-hmm dang I got a question for you I got an answer for you queen <laughs> hopefully like, do you know do you know, do you know your FEMA camp region when you're talking about gay I'm in FEMA, FEMA camp region too what's your FEMA camp region brother uh, well, I'm in, I'm in uh, southeast Washington D.C. about the events of the day and you know just 
you know, so everybody just wants to be comfortable. I, you know, I had a conversation with my son earlier, you know, just, you know, from a 10-year-old mind, you know, and I understand it. But, uh, you know, I'm always, find, you know, finding these little teaching moments and stuff like that. And, you know, I get it as kids, no matter what it is that your, your parents are trying to teach you all day, every day, that shit gets old to you. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. You know, but I, I mentioned something, you know, something race-related. And he's like, geez, um, dad, sometimes I just want to have a, just have a, a nice time and just feel good. And I was like, damn. And I said, look, son, I said, one day you'll understand why being aware of what's going on is more important than feeling good. Hmm. Teach. You know, and I just left it like that. I wasn't going to drill him. I wasn't going to, you know, because I get it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I like when my son's energy is up because, you know, I, I, I love his spirit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I try not to you know, put too much of a damper on his energy when he's feeling good, you know, and that was that. So, you know, it's just the, the fact that, you know, we're, that's the majority of how, how, how people are in general, you know, and it's not, you know, even not even talking about the extent, the extent of, you know, self-medicating and drug and alcohol and shit like that, but just, just to the extent of not wanting to keep your mind on, on the fucking war, you know, like I, I, I get it. But man, we, who gives a fuck? Like honestly, it's like at, at this point, not even at this point. As long as we've been going through the shit we're going through, if this ain't on the forefront of your mind on a regular basis, you slipping. Mm. You slipping, and too many of us are fucking slipping. You know, even myself, I, I find myself in moments where I, I really just want to, like, and, and this is the fucked up part about it. They got us in a position where and I, I don't want to keep rambling, but they got us in a position where. If you seek peace for yourself, sometimes that feels like an act of treason. Mm. It feels like it feels like you abandoning your your own plight. Mm. Like damn, I just I just want to be comfortable. Like I just want goddamn. Like I just want to you know decorate my crib and just and just fall back and just kick my feet up and have a good and watch some bullshit on TV and you know eat me some snacks and you know just and just chill. You know, and, and but but to be honest with you, those those small things. You know, inches become feet, and, and, and feet become yards. You know, every day is every day is, is another day that you know shit is going unaddressed. That, that things are just happening. Our blood is being shed all day, every day. And that the, the way that they're sealing our fate, and the reason why they're sealing our fate, or attempting to the way that they are, is because what we represent, who we are, is in a direct opposition to the vision that they see for themselves in the future. This new world that they're trying to build, trying to build, we represent the complete opposite of that vision. So they got to do as much as they can, you know what I'm saying, to, to dilute our gene pool, first of all, you know, to slow down our, our fucking our reproduction because we are prolific procreators. You know what I'm saying? We can drop babies on babies. Facts. And they all be beautiful and strong as fuck. We don't got runs. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got little runs and shit. But, you know, I say that to say, you know, they, they're, they're doing their best to eliminate our existence because they have such a fragile existence as it is. We don't we don't fit in, in the world that they're trying to build. So for anybody to try to say, you know, after any period of time, it's okay. But, and you're even crazy how you said, what you said about, you know, they came in your house and they fucked your mother and they fucked your sister and your brothers and they did all of this to you. You know, at what point do you do you just say not not even not even to the extent of can we you know uh, uh, you know begging for anything, but just to the extent of saying okay, this is our house now. Let's all sit at this table and have dinner. At what at what point do you feel like that's okay? 
<laughs> right. Like at what point you sitting there and not not only did they do this shit in front of you, but they had you bound up in a corner watching this shit happen. And when I say you, I'm talking about the you, the you of you that that knows that this is wrong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the 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 part of your consciousness that knows that this shit is fucking evil. You know, and and, and at some point you sat there bound it up watching this shit happen. You know, you seen them castrate motherfuckers, not just fucking on them, but you know, sodomizing them. You know, castrating dudes, cutting babies out of stomachs. You know, using fucking human skin as leather, creating furniture with with fucking full of couches full of human hair, full of black people's hair like it was fucking cotton balls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just shit like that. You know, you sat down and watched this happen. Finally, they cut you loose and said, "Hey, hey, nigga, we spared your life. Why don't you come over here and have a seat at our table? It can be your table too. Come on." Before you even get to the point of begging for, you know, the, the better plate as, as opposed to the table scraps, first you had to accept the fact that this is our table. At what point the fuck do we say, oh man, yeah, we was we was enslaved. These crackers came over here and they did this to us, they did that to us. We not, we acknowledge that shit every February for you robotic ass clockwork niggas who just who stick to the program. You can acknowledge all of that, but. We free though. We wow. free though. Yeah, wow, I, I really, I, I never, I never resonated with Juneteenth. Even, even, and, and, and this, I actually had to. It, it hit me one day. Um, somebody might have said something small a few years back. But you know, when you're coming into consciousness and shit like that, you want to gravitate to everything that feels like this, this rich cultural, you know, this this Afrocentric cultural aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Because it. It becomes your tribe, it becomes your vibe, you know? Cool. So you adopt shit like Kwanzaa into your program, right? Kwanzaa, again, is, first of all, a lot of these are just reactionary sentiments that we develop just so we can feel like we got something of our own, right? And and that, I don't see nothing wrong with that because that's necessary to develop a culture. You know what I'm saying? Cool. But come to find out, Molina Karanga, the dude that started Kwanzaa, and, and it's crazy because I got a couple of his books, and I've read one of them that I actually really, really like. <laughs> this bitch. But turned out this nigga's a fucking fan. Yeah. Who started Kwanzaa? And 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 and, and with all the little cultural shit that we say that we gotta buy for Kwanzaa, that's just prime fucking. That's just prime bait for them to say, okay, that's what y'all niggas like. Okay, you like to buy this? That's your holiday. That's what it looks like. Okay, cool. So now. Come goddamn as soon as the holiday season, they start putting out fucking uh, tree balls and um, you know what is what is the shit they put you know the fucking thing whatever the uh, you know what I'm talking about all the Christmas shit and yeah yeah and then they put out the Kwanzaa shit right next to the fucking Christmas tree so whatever your fucking poison is y'all come pick it and now that's exactly what we're dealing with now not only is this LGBT month that they want to throw this this emergency holiday in all of a sudden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not only that, but Father's Day is in fucking, it is in Pride Month. <laughs> Father's <laughs> Day is in fucking Pride Month, son. So when you go to the store and look for that, that, that toolkit or, you know, that pair of drawers or socks, because, you know, men don't really get nothing for real for Father's Day, but the little, the little, the little smell good kit that you get with the soap and the fucking sponge in it, right next to that is going to be a fucking... Father's Day Pride um, uh, kit, and there's probably gonna be some fucking uh, some some uh, 
It might be a shaving kit, some KY jelly, and, and a fucking dildo in that joint. <laughs> a happy Father's Day. <laughs> They're trying to ban it. They're trying to ban Father's Day right now. Yeah, some woman, wow. liberal, a feminist, went viral uh, with the post to, to uh, excuse me, y'all, I'm driving, um, to um, cancel Father's Day. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so, so D, uh, and maybe Wealth, you can, you can, you can chime in on this. Um, cause D you, you, I really, I really felt that bro. Um, that shit hits to the soul uh, of our condition. And this is how fucked up I am. This is how fucked up the war has got us. When I talk to somebody and I ask them like, 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 what do you want to do? Or, or you know, something to that effect. And they say, I just want to be happy. That shit irritates me, man. That's how fucked up I am. Like, because, 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 and and, and I say, because, because people really do just, they just want to be happy. But it irritates me because it's like, how? How do you make that happen in this in this environment, how do you make that happen when you're not in a position of power? Like how? That's a good question, Yurima, and I'm, I'm gonna answer it for you, right? I think what those people are saying is I'm looking for somebody to make me happy, right? Because because mm. you control you control your emotions, right? And and in my household. We don't do we don't do the government's holidays. We set our own fucking holidays. That's something we came up with, me, the wife, and the kids. We said, look, scrap all them fucking holidays. We celebrate in our holidays. Achievements that we had inside the family and then individuals in the family outside of Father's Day and Mother's Day and your birthday. We set holidays for ourselves throughout the year. That every year at this time we're gonna celebrate this thing that's particular to our family. And because because we 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 are business owners, I don't have to ask the boss for a day off. And I know that's going to rub people the wrong way. It's it's all right. It's not. If you feeling like that, then ask yourself why. Because I'm not directing this at you. I'm speaking from my own personal experience and what me and my families don't. So we took that power back. We like yo any day that we decide could be a holiday for whatever the fuck we want to celebrate. Mm. And we're going to celebrate each other. Mm. And we're going to make that special. It might not just be one day. We might do a week. Because mm. when we celebrate uh. my, my, my wife being a mother, we don't celebrate a day. We celebrate a week. And when we celebrate me being the father of the household, we celebrate a week. Mm. You understand? And it's every day that week. And that person gets to decide, you know, how I want to be celebrated that week. And, of course, the family still do their own thing on top of that. You know, if they want to throw in something extra, they can throw in something extra. But you want to know where can I, like, you can't, and this is coming from a three-time combat vet, all right? You can't be at war all the time. You will get combat fatigue. You got to carve out a space of peace for yourself, a place where you can recharge and then get back to battle. So for me, you know, that place is, is my home, my family. 
right? And home is where the family's at. I'm not talking about the structure of the house. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So, so, so that that's that's my piece, and we make it peaceful there because they know that every time we step outside, we go on a war. We in the combat zone. Even the kids know. Because we talk to them about it. We explain what's going on. Mm. You understand? We don't try to shield them from it because that's a disservice to them. Then they're going to go out there unprepared. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's, that's on us as parents if we don't, if we don't educate them. So when people say that I just want to be happy, they, I, I don't think they're using the right words to describe what they're thinking. Mm. Right? They might be thinking, I'm looking for somebody like Holly Berry said, make me feel good. You know what I mean? That's what they're really looking for. They're looking for something to make me, that's why you got so much addictive behavior. They're looking for somebody to make me feel good, but you got to learn how to make yourself feel good. Mm. You know what I mean? And start taking your power back from there. Because it, it's it's a war zone out here. We, yo, we, it, it is what it is. If you if you you, you can't put your head in the sand because you're gonna get your ass shot off. You know what I mean? Like that's just what it is. Mm. You know, um, D. I want you to cut in too. But it, it was it, the one thing uh, uh, that uh, I think Will Smith said it, and not that I mess with them, but I do uh, listen to quotes that some people say. And he said it's not his job to make his wife happy. He said, that's not my job or my obligation. That's her job. That's on her. <laughs> she got to It's I, it's not on me to make her happy. She needs to be happy internally herself already. And then, you know, a, after that, of course, you just you just enhance what she already has. But yeah, go ahead, D. I, I... Um, I actually, actually uh, kind of lost my train of thought. Um, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Okay, conscious. You 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 entered conscious. What's good, family? What's good? What's good? What's good I like your profile pic, conscious. Yeah, man, I have to put it up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a little man. That's a little man right there. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, I like that. I like that. Uh, I like that jewelry I got on too, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fire. <laughs> that new energy, but um. Yeah, everything that's that's going on is is, is kind of absurd. Like, you know, I'm even going going through with my fam. I am Mary. Uh, I like that. Not really. Happiness is serious, an inside job. Um, it's like my my uh, I guess rebellious nature. Um, it's like they they're saying that it's too much. You know, I mean, and. Like tone it down, but I'm like, if y'all yeah, basically telling me to turn myself off, mm. but yeah, you, you, like this is this is how I think, this is how I've always thought. Mm. So if you're telling me to, oh, you know, leave that alone and you know just focus on you and you know basically just be happy, it's like how can you be happy when? Flint don't Flint don't got water. Like how how would be happy? Like how can you be happy? What you telling me? You know, just drink more liquor, get drunk, and just you get what I'm saying? It's not. It's all false. Um, it's all false. And I live in like the real. Like ain't no ain't no way I could be happy if my if if you got people in this world that look like me that that ain't eating that's that's in in poverty that's poverty stricken. Like how can I be happy? You know, and that's just my, that's me. And I understand that, um, 
you know, like we can't save everybody and, um, you know, the strong will survive. That's just nature. But when the people around you, the closest people around you are basically, you know, giving into whatever it is, the government and big pharma and they just, you know, just so willingly like, yo, you know, let them... Dude, what can we do about it? And, you know, all these fucking cliches, bro. That shit is just trash to me. And it's just like cowardice. That's the only word I can use for it. Like, I, and I, I'm not a fucking coward, bro. That shit ain't in my blood. And I can't tone down. You know, people like, for example, people, you know, and I'm taking I'm taking advice, but I still, it's a battle within me. And I know this. It's like starting a business. But I have my ideology and how I think, and you have to separate the two. But mm. if people know me for who I am and how I think, I'm, that's always going to be associated to my business because that's my business and that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so how do you navigate the two? For example, um, and I understand all money is green and stuff like that, and you know, I'm not going to not sell to someone because they're LGBTQ. Buy that shit. Give me that green. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I understand that. But in the in the grand scheme of things, the way they're manipulating and using our um our you know giving us holidays, giving us these tokens, like you know Malcolm said back in the day, they're not gonna give us anything substantial, but these token victories, these little bullshits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we gotta wake up, man. And, and the only way I see it to be honest with you, is to stop playing the game. Nigga, give them back their monopoly money. Stop. What would happen if you stop? Mm. Bob Marley said it, son. He said, the, most people, the way to win the rat race is when you stop fucking race, like you stop. It's a rat race. We are the oil of this engine. And if we stop, everything ceases. Mm. You know, these people, we run their companies, we run the hospitals, we run it. If we stop working, all this shit just falls. All their greatness is, is, is an illusion. And once we understand that, that that illusion that we play a part in, like that we we hold it up. And once we, it's, it's the Wizard of Oz, and I'm going to leave it there because I'll be ready, man. It's like the Wizard of Oz, man, and they're that... They're nothing behind that screen. They 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 put up this big screen like it's it's a big front. I'm at the point right now, like that little girl in Rush Hour, and I'm gonna end it here. Remember when Chris Tucker was telling us, "Yo, push the goddamn button." I'm like, "Yeah, push the button, bro. It's all up." Like if, if that's how if that's what y'all wanna do, do it all. Because at the end of the day, I'm on my Killmonger shit right now, and and nobody like. That's just how I am. I'm, I'm on my Killmonger shit. It's like, I'd rather be dead than in bondage, bro. Like, that shit is real. And I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, brother. Um, yeah, bury me at sea with my ancestors rather than put me on somebody's slave plantation. I totally, uh, I feel you. I'm a Killmonger fan myself, too. Um, thanks for that, Conscious. Um, I, you know, I, I think that I think that from the standpoint of um, it's a twofold measure. So um, I try to come with solutions. It's important. 
at the end of the day, though, the reality is, is that um, for us as a group, what's the backup plan for those that refuse to refuse? See, see, we don't want to get together for that. And that's why I said, even in my earlier stream, you know, black people want to get together for everything. They want to go to church together. They want to get to party together. But when it comes to us getting together to actually strategize and plan, you see the outcome. It's only a few of us that ever show up. And, and I mean, those numbers get bigger. They, they, they tend to grow, but it's still um, it's it's a few as opposed to, um, you know, what it should be. To, to really get out of it. And this is how you know that a separation is necessary because there are just going to be those who have become comfortable on the plantation. They're not going anywhere. So they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that the machine keeps running, even though the machine is showing you that it's starting to fail. That shit, the, the, the maintenance on that shit is starting to get more and more. And it's starting in the maintenance. The maintenance is starting to become sooner and sooner rather than later and later so but but they're but they don't they don't see that they don't get that so they have to get left behind no child left behind well yeah there will some be some adults that get left behind as they should get left behind but i think for us we have to have a viable plan in place for when uh this purge which is taking place right now we have to have a viable plan in place to make sure that we are insulated as a group of people um Yarika, you have joined us. I know you as another name, but go ahead, Empress. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? Peace, peace. We're good. How are you, got Empress? Awesome. Um, well, I did want to say this, and um, I'm going to be unapologetic when I say that, you know, yeah, I do want to be happy. I think that when... You know, we say, I want to be happy, you know, we, with the pronoun I, we aren't saying that, you know, we want other people to make us happy because you can find happiness within yourself. We are in a system that is crumbling upon itself. And of course, they try to give us these symbolic gestures because that just keeps, you know, that just keeps them going a little bit longer. But there's nothing wrong with us having jubilee among ourselves with like-minded people who are like ourselves. Like when we get together in Tulsa, like while we've been on the phone, I went ahead and made my reservation for my um, rental car because that's going to be a day or actually a couple of days of jubilee for me and my family being around my other family who are like-minded like myself. That does bring me happiness. It brings me hope that, you know, I'm actually networking and connecting with others. I, I don't want to deal with the coon class, the bootlicker class. They have nothing for me. They don't have anything to say to me. But as far as me being among our own and then growing our own, we can have our own happiness within that and understand that we have work to do in that. So when I'm working side by side with my sister or with you or anyone in this extended family, you know, that's joy to know that the next generation that, you know, we're bringing up is going to have a deeper understanding like my son. He doesn't refer to, he's only, he just turned nine years old and he refers to the police as slave catchers. He's like, I'm like, well, Black Slate, you don't want to just call them slave catchers. He's like, no, mom, that's what they are. That's what they started as. And that's what they're going to be. And I mm -hmm. do um, show him 
um, the home team on YouTube, where the, the guy on the home team, he does a lot of deep dive into African history. And I make my son sit down and watch that for at least an hour a day. So if you're not, and plus I do homeschool him too, so you're not indoctrinated with that school system. Now, with me working these two jobs, I may possibly have to put him back in the pool system. I'm praying that I'm able to hold down these two jobs and continue to homeschool him, but I don't want him to fall behind in his education, but I have gotten him through homeschooling myself. I have gotten him to grade levels above where he should be. Um, but my thing is whether, you know, I'm able to physically continue to do what I've been doing for over a year, uh, because I did at the second job or what have you, you know, my son's mentality has already been altered to what I want it to be. So if he is in that school system, he's not a sheep. He's the, 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 the leader. He knows that everything that they're telling him is bull crap. And he's comfortable with, you know, hey, this is who I am. And I really re-emphasize on him. You're this person. This is what we came from. This is our history. Don't be ashamed. Don't let anyone call you the N-word. Be Always be prepared to fight and murder. And thank goodness he's in karate. Um, you know, I tell him, you know, you're going to be a warrior. You're not going to be passive. You're not going to let people work, run over you. You're not going to let people bully you. You are going to be prepared to snap someone's head off whenever they disrespect you or try to harm you. And never apologize for being like that. So he's very much aware of himself. And I'm going to continue to shove that down his throat. But, I mean... Even with Juneteenth, it was something that I celebrated last year. I won't be able to celebrate it this year either way because my um, I'm going to see my cousin, my cousin's son graduate from high school. But even being among my own people and having that energy, and I know that you know the the history of all this stuff and everything, but it's like we still being among each other we're still casting a lot of energy between us and it gives us a chance to network within each other who are there at those Juneteenth parades because we've been celebrating this stuff and getting together and enjoying each other and I remember on Juneteenth my great-grandma and my grandma you know telling us stories of their childhood and then my great-grandma she was telling me about her parents who were who were slaves you know, so we were able to pass down that history, and it was a big group of us, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger to where we weren't um, hypnotized by, oh, it's just a day to cook out and barbecue. No, this is a day to reflect, remember, and for the family, almost like a little mini family reunion where we can, you know, talk and talk about, you know, grandma's experience, grandpa's experience, you know, where the family should be heading. So a lot of people on my mother's side of the family, and this is who I'm speaking of, um, weren't ever in trouble. They weren't jailbirds. They weren't criminals. You know, they had uh, alcoholism, just a few of them, but that wasn't, like, dominant in, on that side of the family. And we really kept a close-knit family until the elders did start passing on. So I just don't want us to... We, we, we are warriors, and this is a war, and we are seeing this system just rapidly decline and deteriorate, and they're going to ramp up these attacks. They're going to ramp up everything because this devil is dying. But I think our happiness, our jubilee, and the rise of us and what we're doing 
is also another aid in helping them decline even further because you're not keeping us down you're not keeping us separated you can't you can keep your coon class we don't care about those coons they do nothing for us we have eliminated them from our realm so they don't mean anything to us but the ones who are the strong warriors that's who's on the rise and i think that's going to be you know, the nail in their coffin. And they don't want to see us happy. They want to see us stressed, unhappy, worrying all the time. When I go out, I don't let them see that worry, but I do let them know you're not dealing with a sucker. And I do have that demeanor where, you know, they know, okay, not her, you know, or her son. You know, we have that, but I'm a very um, jolly person. I always have been. You can ask my sister. Uh, she's always like, Holly, why are you always smiling? And I've been like that since I was younger. No one's going to steal the, what I have inside of me, that sunshine, that that optimism and, and that um, ambition that I have inside of me. And I'm not going to let these devils see me stressing out, worrying, angry. Only when I need to get angry will you see that. When I need to snatch you up and put you in your place, which I have no problem doing, I will do that. I'm not that coon or bootlicker that's going to just sit there and be talked down to or belittled. But I think that we should embrace the fact that what we have is a good thing within our group and that it's growing and we should find happiness and joy in what we have. And and I tell my son, you know, just because if he doesn't even think about, you know, himself as being just black, he knows who he is, but he's like, he still loves to have fun, but he knows his, he knows his enemy when they're in front of his face and he doesn't give them that energy, you know? So that's, my take on it and I respect everybody's opinion on you know what we're talking about and I definitely can get something from each and every one of you on what you're saying and this is just what I'm saying thank you so so Eureka I appreciate that because uh I I I, I really appreciate that Empress because you've gave you've given me actually new insight on that and the way you broke that down uh because even even with uh even with meeting um, with the family like we do, I, I get great joy out of that. I get great joy out of that. It brings me brings me great happiness. But I it, it, it yeah, it's something that that you either have or you don't. It's it's either in you or it's something you got to work on. And I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I do. Um, one thing I, I want to because uh, I would be remiss if I didn't if I didn't mention this. The one thing I love you said, and this is the man in me. The one thing I love you said is that you teach your son to fight and you teach him that he may have to murder. And I think that that's absolutely necessary for every black male child born in the world. Not just this country, this sinking ship, but in the world. They need to know how to fight and they need to know that there can come a time that they will need to murder. And they will have to perform that action and they shouldn't run from it. And until we're back in power, I think that that's that that's a great lesson. So I want to commend you and salute you on that. Very commendable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so thanks. Thanks. And thanks for that insight, too. Go ahead, Well. Yeah, definitely, sis. Hats off to you. 
You know what I mean? Um, from what I heard, you got the young man. Uh, he's setting the foundation. He's setting the foundation strong. And, you know, the enemy knows the importance of that first seven to nine years of a child's life. Whatever you put in them, it's going to be hard for them to break that foundation for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? So uh, building the foundation strong is definitely going to instill a strong uh, uh, moral compass so that he uh, knowledge yourself so that the outside world don't penetrate like it would penetrate uh, the others who've been indoctrinated that may have a lot more work to do to come out from under that that spell. Um, I, I wanted to throw, uh, I'm thinking about uh, early in the conversation when, you know, I, I forget what it was, it might have been Urim, it might have been D, that said, you know, there's this, this, they're always, they, they give you something to distract you from something else, right? And I just want to throw a question out there. Um, did anyone else see that Russia dropped the U.S. dollar early last week. Did anyone else see that? Yes. I, yes. I, there, there, there are actually, I think there's actually, I think there's actually, if I'm correct, like 30 countries that have true. that. Have, 32. 32. 32 now, yeah. <laughs> okay. and, and if you pay attention to patterns in history, right, yeah. what does the U.S., what has the U.S. done every single time a country has either tried to or dropped the U.S. dollar. What, what happened within a matter of six months? They went to war. War, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. so I'm just I'm just putting that information out there to see if uh, anybody else has any thoughts about that because when I see all this 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 BS distraction and and symbolism going on, I'm looking for the other hand. It's a, you know, the magic trick ain't in the hand that's waving in front of you. It's going on where you ain't looking, right? And um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the other hand because the, the, the population control, you know, agenda is in full effect, mm -hmm. all right? And one of, the, one of the most efficient tools of, of, of lowering the population and also getting rid of a lot of these young warriors that's coming up right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause there's a lot of young warriors in our, and, 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 in the black community that are, that are waking up and coming up. Right. And they got to find a way to dispel that energy and take a large set of those warriors out. And what plans do you have? Cause I told, as I mentioned it before, the draft is in effect. And there, there, there's no, there's little to no exemptions anymore. So a lot of the exemptions that might have got you out back in Vietnam, they gone now, right? So women, women go, only children go, college students go, LGBT go, everybody going. So does anyone have any plans, uh, uh, contingency plans? I mean, you don't have to spell it out, but I'm just bringing it to the front line of your consciousness because that's, that's what community is supposed to do. I'm not going to keep that to myself. I'm, I'm going to be honest, Weld. I, I, I think, uh, no, and, and, and you're right and exact. Um, I'll tell you my, <laughs> as far as, uh, so so the population control is in, is in effect. I personally believe all these countries are in cahoots together. And um, I don't know that Russia would be excluded from that. At one time, I thought they were. Um, remember, Russia is the same. Russia, Russia is the same country that came and set up ships when outside to to aid Lincoln in the emancipation. 
Um, they came and said, as a matter of fact, Russia might be one of the reasons that 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 the North won, <laughs> that the Confederates lost. Um, they might be one of the main factors in that because they came and set up ships to give to give Lincoln assistance. I mean, that's neither here nor there now. But um, one part of me says that they're all in cahoots because I remember when all of these devils got on there and were reading from the same script when this scamdemic took place. And so if you're on the same page on that and you all are going to the same Bilderbergs and trilateral commission meetings and all of that, and you're all sitting in the UN in that devil's sanctuary, worshiping that devil, um, then, you know, for you to say that you're going to war with one another, it's definitely to get rid of the young people um, and, 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 and get them out of the way. But on another note, let's say it was real. Um, Quite frankly, and, and no disrespect to the no disrespect to to any of our any of our comrades who have been in war. I know that we have a couple in the room right now. Um, so no disrespect. But at the end of the day, the U.S. really don't want it with Russia or China right now. They just really don't. Not, no not disrespect taken. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I wasn't even I wasn't even talking about you, Wealth, because I knew you wouldn't take it as that. But I know that there are some, you know, in the room. But I, at the end of the day, um, on on the battlefield right now, I mean, they 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 really don't. They, when when we say this is a sinking ship, this motherfucker's sinking rapidly, man. <laughs> and remember, they had been trying to get away from the U.S. dollar. That's why they created BRICS, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China and South and South Africa, because they were going to create their own. They, they were looking at they were breaking away then and looking at creating their own currency. And so I'm sorry, brother, did you just say you just you just. So there's an acronym called BRICS, and there's an alliance between those countries you just named. You just named. Oh yeah, Ben, Ben, yeah. Ben, an alliance. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, Brazil, yes. Russia, oh, yes. India, China, and South Africa. Yeah, Ben, an alliance. What the fuck? Okay, all right. I'm, I'm yeah, that happened in 2018, and they got way more teeth than 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 uh, NATO and uh and and the United Nations. They got they got way more teeth than, than those those organizations and yeah. co conveniently conveniently russia dropped it now i want you to understand if, if you understand the significance of this they dropped the u.s dollar right after the oil pipeline was finished over there yeah yeah they just did that <laughs> okay yeah putin's cocky man he's he's like he's not you know i mean and so but 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 again it's it's theater it's theater and we can't get caught up in the theater of it. Like real moves have to be made because because this is on a grand scale. This is theater for them. These people then sat back. Look, one thing we got to know about the European and this is I don't trust them, period. They will battle each other, but they was battling each other when they had the fucking Berlin conference. Them crackers didn't like Leopold. That's why they gave Leopold the Congo. But they didn't like Leopold, but they was willing to sit down with that cracker. Why? Because he's one of them. They was willing to sit down and say, OK, look, we don't like you because they knew that cracker was a tyrant. And there was people in there he didn't like. 
But when it came to fucking us off, they had no problem doing it. So, you know, all the standoff with with Putin and and I'm not going for none of that shit, man, because they're all Europeans. And this is theater and we can't get caught up in the theater. We just got caught up in the theater of that scamdemic. Motherfuckers still running around wearing masks. <laughs> People still driving in their car fucking wearing masks. I laugh. I'm, I'm sitting here laughing my ass. Like I get happiness out of watching these clowns wear a mask in their car. <laughs> Till this day. In, in an empty car. Yeah, by themselves. Exactly. So, I mean, we can't we can't get caught up in the theater of this shit, man. But we yeah, do have I, to pay I, attention. I didn't bring it up for the theater part. I brought it up because whose children get sent to war? Our kids. Where are, those, where are those recruiters at? They in our kids' high school. That's where they be at, right? So Facts. whose kids are going to be the ones sent to the slaughter? That's why I brought it up. Mm. Because we need to start preparing Okay, because that's 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 really where I want our people to start thinking about. That, like, there's this 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 depopulation agenda is multi-pronged, and they're willing to sacrifice some of their own to get a large chunk of us. Family, wealth. I see. I hear what you're saying, and I think for the people in this room, um, you know. There, there needs to be warning shots put out to family members, especially the young. But we watching people after medical apartheid, we're watching people take a jab and try to guilt those of us who are not going to take that shit, trying to guilt us into that shit. There's people right now that I know on their jobs that are ha- that are going through hell with people trying to get them to take that jab. I say that to say there's going to be people that are going to go because they want to show these devils that they are patriots, that they are patriotic to a country that has never been patriotic to them. Those people aren't going to know about the soldiers that came home in 1919 after going to World War One after being successful, after fighting for this country, they don't know that story about those 19 soldiers that came home, were dragged off of a bus and were lynched by the KKK. Didn't even get a chance to hug their families coming home from war. Many of our people are dead fucking sleep, family. They're going. If Uncle Sam comes, they're going. And there's going to be mothers and fathers behind them, pushing them egging them on. Boy, you better go get in that goddamn military. You know, out here, you just going to be on the streets and go to prison. You better go get that money, boy, and get them meals. You better go in there and get and go fight in that war and get that education. I mean, they're going to be telling them all kinds of shit, man, and they're going to go. Because why? Because there's an allegiance to these people and an allegiance that we should not have and I think this brother up here said it best. Uh, and I think the saying comes from uh, the saying comes from Kamal Cambone. Black people are very serious about not being serious about our liberation. Dr. Camel Cambone. 
Yeah, Baba Kamal Cambon, he's he's a professor of fame. You, hey, uh, uh, tap into him, bro, because he he he's vicious, man. He he's under the uh, he he uh, <laughs> there's a video of him on C-SPAN on C-SPAN saying very articulately that all white people in these words need to be exterminated. <laughs> mm. But Baba Kamal Cambon is vicious, bro. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, I gotta tap into him. He's at FAMU too. Okay. Um, yeah, because I think Naeem Akbar was down there too. Naeem Akbar, he's another one that's uh, top. He's yeah, that's author of uh, Naeem is the Truth. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that author of uh, Know Thyself? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but, but, but you're right, Wealth. We, uh, the, particularly for the family in the room. Um, yeah, they're going to be coming for our children. Absolutely. And just like you warned them about this, you know, we, we were sounding the alarm about this whole uh, this whole pandemic, you know, bef- you know, in the early stages. You know, what I mean, there was there was still a, a, a group of people that went ahead and, 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 and jumped off the cliff. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and you know, there's, there's going to be a group of people that's going to do that regardless, because, you know, coon class is, 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 you know, they got conviction and they're cooning, you know. So, um but but then there's others that that just didn't know, and how many of those people, you know, right now are glad that they came into to these rooms and heard our voices, you know what I mean? That gave them a heads up and a different perspective, other than the the, the circle of sheep that they surrounded by. That they made, that's all the information that they was getting exposed to, and that our 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 our, our conversations in here, you know, enlighten them to a point where. They, they either said, hell no, at least they put the brakes on long enough to start seeing a lot of the things that we was telling them about come to pass. You know what I mean? So that's just why I, I just wanted to raise awareness so that, you know, like if I know, if I see something, I got to say something to my people. You know what I mean? And and who listen, listen, and who don't, don't. I just scatter the seeds and where they grow, they grow. <laughs> Facts. Facts. That's what's up. Can I ask a quick question? Absolutely. Um, how, how do we get, you know, and I, I know people in the room many um, have done this, um, but how do we get our, our folks that are awakening and, and that those that have to, because even within the, the level of quote unquote consciousness and brothers and sisters that are becoming conscious, um, we still outsource a lot of our stuff to these white folks who we know um, are our self-described entities. So how do we get our folks to just stop, stop outsourcing, even the conscious people? Not, I mean, you're talking about the, the Negropeans and, and, and those other folks, but brothers and sisters who are conscious, and, you know, our kids are still going to the, getting programmed within the, the white institutions of programming. You know, our, our meals, our, like, how do we, this is open to everybody, what are y'all thoughts on how do we get and how do we support each other in the midst of saying, you know, if, if I got a kid and, and they're still in the school system, you know, how do we create structures and systems that we can get our children out of there and then also work in other things so that we, because the more that we stay connected to it, is the more that we stay connected to it. And the more that, that we keep, you know, circling back to it. So how do we begin, the people who are already beginning that process, 
process? How do we get to say, okay, now let's um, consolidate or let's let's grow that out amongst the people who are willing to do so? You know what, Kareem? I think that I think that I gave up a long time ago. I won't say a long time ago, but I gave up on on trying to change adults uh, to get them to do anything. Um, the 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 but what we can do is those of us that that are already working together. I, it's about actions and deeds at this point. You show and prove. Um, and what I mean by that is like um, so like with our organization, the Unity Walk, we're starting an online. We're starting an online school for our inner for our inner group of children. Um, I don't put the information out there because it's, it's you know it's it's because we're working. When it becomes established and successful, and it's established, but when it really expands and really becomes successful, um, those that want to tap in, they can tap in. But I, I think that we expend a lot of energy on trying to get adults and, to, and adults have a tendency to buck that kind of shit, man. They just do. And, and, and you have to really you have to really finesse. Um, if we're going to try to make some changes, it's got to be with the babies. It's got to be with the seeds because adults, right. even, even myself, I'm going to buck some shit. If you're trying to force me to do like, I'm going to buck that shit. I just I, I just am. Uh, uh, but if you if you if you can show and prove, if you can show and prove, then that it, it's it, it hits different. We got to be able to show and prove to our people. I'm big on that, man. I'm big on being able to show because people can say whatever. I always try to lead with my actions and deeds. I say a lot of stuff. I do a lot of videos, but I, tr but my life, the way I live my life, that needs to be the reflection and how we live our lives. And then others will gravitate to that. And it all it takes is a few because that's all that that's all when the fucking uh, uh, when you uh, uh, create that that avalanche, it just starts with a few it just starts with a little. And then, it, and then as it propel, as it goes downhill and picks up steam, it starts to, it, 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 it picks up more. So all we need is a few. And then there's always going to be that few on the sideline that's watching because they want to see where's this shit going? Because they're skeptical. Then when they see that shit going somewhere, okay, now I want to get in and help because I see this shit is going somewhere. And that's the time. This retrograde is a time for us not only to reflect back, but it's also a time for us to see the possibilities and the opportunities available to us. And so what we're starting to see is, is, is more people aligning within the confines of frequencies. They're aligning within the confines of our particular frequencies. And so now we just we just continue to show and prove, family. We continue to show and prove and we continue to do the work. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it does. Yeah. And, and, and that's what my line that, that's why I'm asking the question, because not for the adults, for the children. And so we oftentimes got to in order to, to assist the children. We got to go through the adults. We got to go through their parents, right? Especially the younger ones, the ones who 
This is really like they go hard body for, as you showed the Nickelodeon, they're going for the little, little ones. Mm. And the parents, you know, and, and so we, you know, at Righteous Minds, as you guys know, that's what we work on with the children. But if, if, if their parent is asleep, wherever, then the kids are getting going to the damn wolves, you know? And we see that that happens quite a bit. So that's why I'm asking the question, you know, on, on that front, there's those that, again, who, who that happens. But even people who are conscious, that, that's the other thing, who are, quote unquote, and they know this and that and that and that, but then they continue to do it. So, you know, but they, and not for them, but their children, they continue to put their children in but, these places. So that's what I'm asking about, because this is trying to do with you. The, the adults, some of them are a lost cause, most definitely. But, but K. Reem, what we have to use in that and, and with righteous minds, remember the strategy because because just like the just like the adults are asleep and they get thrown to the wolves. Guess what? Nickelodeon knows that. That's why they're able to create what they create. Um, just like the adults are asleep and the children get thrown to the wolves. Rockefeller knew that. That's why he created the public school system or, or at least started funding the public school to prison pipeline. So if we know that the children are if you know that the parents are asleep, they're not going to wake up. You have to do what you have to do from a strategic standpoint for those children, knowing that when they get home, they'll still be thrown back to the wolves. But that shouldn't stop you from what you got to do. While they're in your care, custody and control, because one thing about the fertile mind of a child, if you are if you can catch them early enough and start to develop, if their parents are asleep, you can still have an impact. But if you're spending a whole lot of time trying to wake the parent up, then we tend to miss the child. We have to use strategy because this is war. And in war, there are no rules of engagement. The only rules of engagement is to stay alive and to make sure that self-preservation is the first law of nature. And I look at self-preservation as not just myself, but my extended family, which is you all. That's self-preservation. So if the parent is not work, if the parent is not woke, self-preservation says that my next obligation is to the child. Fuck the parent. We ain't got time. Hey, hey, Farron. I, I don't know, Kareem. I, I thought I, I received your question a little bit differently um, in terms of like solutions for the family here. You know what I mean? Like I know for a fact. Uh, I know you didn't. You didn't really go in on it. But um, I know. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. I know your organization, Righteous Minds. There is a homeschooling element um, that you guys do also. Right? Am I am I correct? Yes, yes. We work with, with parents who homeschool. Yes, sir. And we provide programming for parents who homeschool. Yes. Okay, great. So, like, a solution for people that may not know, because I know we got a lot of people that are new listeners, and you know, they may not, they may not know that. Where where, where do I start? I hear this homeschooling thing all the time. Where who do I talk to? Where do I start? Well, you know, reaching out to K. Rain would 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 be a good starting point inside the family. You know what I mean? I talk about you know uh, kind of like the, the the lifestyle that me and my my family um, we we built for ourselves, and a lot of that was due to the fact that we 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 built businesses to support that lifestyle. So one of the ways me and my wife give back is that we coach people. Um, we particularly target couples, right? Uh, melanated couples 
how to go into business with each other or maybe one is already in business and we teach them how to enhance that by working together a lot of people they employees they got great skill sets but they're giving it to to, to master right they're giving all that energy to master they just don't know how do i start where how would i even how would i what, what would that look like right so i, I and, and and any business owner up here you know what i mean cindy she's she's got um on the wake up tube you know what i mean might be some young people out here that's interested in hey how, how do how do i how do I start a, a, a radio station? You know what I mean? What does that look like? What does that entail? You know, D, 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 you know, is new energy crystals. You might have some young people out here that's like, wow, you know, that, that, that touches my spirit. You know, how, how does one get into that? And, and, you know what I mean? It's, we, we, we can be a source of, 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 of information to help, you know, these young people or even the parents that would look for some place to direct their young people at options instead of the options that they're getting from this society that's just out to destroy them. Hello, this is Erica. I just want to interject again really quickly, too. Um, as far as, like, even with myself doing the homeschooling thing, especially after COVID hit, you know, I had to realize that it's, it's still my responsibility to teach my son our history because this, the full system isn't going to teach that to them. And as I've grown older and became more knowledgeable about our history, I realized the importance of giving him that early because I had late. But the good thing was is that I was receptive to receiving the knowledge. So now I can put that immediately inside of him so even because sometimes we're not all able to like for myself work from home or you know get our kids out of the school system but when they get home they're they belong to you and it's really important that we counter the narrative of what they're being taught in school we should have like an hour where we you know uh, go through some type of black history or read a book together like the black apartheid just depending on you know how you feel about your your children's age if they're you know able to receive that but there's so many other great books that we can um start reading with our children that are like age appropriate before as they get older where we can have time with our child like 30 minutes a day and let's read this book about this black person or Africa or let's go over maps. Let's take that time for about 30 minutes to an hour a day to just reinstill what's the most important aspect of their culture and who they are. So that way, when they go to school, they have that confidence of knowing, you know what, I'm, I'm just being taught a bunch of bull crap here. I'm, I'm going to the school system. Unfortunately, maybe whatever the circumstance, parent may not be able to just take me out until we have something firmly established that we can put our kids into. But we have to counter the narrative. So if it's um, a president say then let's tell our children the real history of these presidents you know let's not keep sugarcoating what they're you know sugarcoating because they, they're they're ashamed of their history they run from their history so it's our business to make sure that we give our children nothing but facts and if that means even getting together on the weekend with a group of people or you know setting up you know like my sister and i talk about 
uh, setting up things where, you know, we can maybe start incorporating, like doing small little events to get black families incorporated in things where we can bring our history, you know, to an event or something where it's just something small starting off because, you know, unfortunately, because our people are so asleep, they can only digest it in small pieces, but the kids will really grasp it even more, you know? So even if we just start off with just, hey, it's me and my brother and their kids and my kids, that's significant enough, you know, to grow, you know, so I don't want you to feel like you're limited because like, let's say your child is in school and maybe you can't just pull them out. There's things that you can do at home and there's a lot of um, black uh, activities uh, that they have online. There's, you know, a lot of content creators that are creating really great black history um, and, and black um, educational I, I ordered from the Kodesh store and I got my son's books from there, some more African-American studies. So there's things that we can do at home to definitely reinforce, you know, who we are and give, passing our kids that knowledge. Even if you're watching the home team or things on YouTube, that's only black centric, you know, let your children watch that, watch it with them so y'all can discuss it. You know, there's alternatives, you know, besides that full system. Facts. I heard a little different, Kayleen. Did I say that right? Oh, I heard a little different. Uh, by the way, Eureka, I want you, if I was a little kid, you could be my mom. You're so awesome. Um, <laughs> I did want to say this, because I always say this. Give me your child till he is seven years old, and I will show you the man, founder of the Jesuit Brotherhood. We're ahead of his time, right? Hmm. I heard different. I heard, how do we make sure we're all these like-minded people on the same level? Well, for me, loyalty is loyalty. If, I know you, Rima, for a while. If I feel a certain way, I should be able to talk to you, Rima. Not talk to anybody else here but you, Rima. <laughs> if that makes, I heard differently. We have to be loyal to ourselves and respectful to ourselves so we can be respectful and loyal to each other. They don't see black people not on the same page. Yeah, we over here writing books about each other somewhere else. You get what I'm saying? And it's nothing real. We always about talking about keeping it real, keeping it real, right? Keeping it honey, a buck to New York. You know what I'm saying, son? So it's about basically being there for each other. So if I can't make an event, I go, hey, I can't make it, but what else can I do? Hey, you guys are doing this, this, and this. How can I support? How can I? That's, for me, that's what I heard you asking. It, just kind of just being there for each other as if you would want someone to be there for you. And I did want to say, Eureka, when you were saying the happy thing, I was thinking that I was a psychopath because I was thinking about the fact that my children did go because they're older. They went to public school and I couldn't really teach them to be happy. So I was like that psychopath mom that was like, just go out there, chop them in the throat, kick them, you know, fuck people up, do what you got to do. Don't cry in front of nobody. You come through this door, you could fall apart. I got you. Your mother can carry your burdens. That's how I taught them to be. Just strong out there in the world. I was trying to raise dictators. And so 
my content wasn't even so it was more of like I want to take over the world pinky in the brain type shit but I'm pinky because he's really the genius narf type shit you know what I'm saying but back to Kate Reeve I was just basically thinking that um, for us to be better and tighter and closer it's just looking out for each other you know what I'm saying I know you do this I know you do that why am I not you know getting it from you you know what I'm saying? If you make anything, if you're selling anything, you know what I'm saying? I want to, it's so funny because I didn't get a chance to speak to Bob yet, right? I want to I wanna do an interview with him and his wife about what they're doing. And I thought to myself, I'm going to ask them a little, a little early right now. I wanted to start a nonprofit. So I want to ask them, hey, did it, did it, you know what I'm saying? Because I know that's what they do. Instead of me going, okay, I'm going to go over here to a European or a fucking small hat or you know what I'm saying we have to support Facts. each other yes. what do you do hey not you let me get your business card but I'm over here doing it with so and so and I'm paying them motherfucker if any of y'all sold motherfucking energy water I should be buying that from you I shouldn't be paying do you know what I'm saying but we we have to build that structure and if we're not doing it for ourselves who's gonna do it Jarema would say, we are all we got. Now, here's the thing. If you want to be an asshole, you're going to lose that. Do you get what I'm saying? If you want to be disrespectful, if you want to be unloyal, if you want to be, you're going to lose that support system. You've got to be good to each other. That's how we build. Yeah, we're not all on the same page. We don't all have the same experiences in life and all that shit. That, it's okay. But now that we come together and we're learning from each other, that's how we built. Al Kevlar was not built in a day, but God damn it, it was built. Mm. Right, that's it. Love y'all. Mm. Thanks for that, Cindy. <laughs> we love you back. Um, who else wants to add? Mm, powerful. I just want to say, Cindy always mad. Cindy. Don't she? <laughs> <laughs> Don't she, man? It's like, you speak to the spirit, man. I just, I receive all of it. Yes. Yes. I was over here clicking my mic. Just in case, uh, I'm, 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 I'm new. I'm fairly new to Clubhouse. You know, so I learned that clicking your mic means that you're clapping. That's like a Clubhouse clap. So if y'all see me, my mic going on and off, on and off. I'm, I'm Clubhouse clapping. So, you know what I mean? Y'all probably already all knew that. Just this goes to show how new I am. But I just learned that. So I'd be Clubhouse clapping, okay? Welcome to Clubhouse, G. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cindy, thank you. You always grab the mic and uh, put things in proper perspective, it seems. <laughs> uh, we no. love Cindy. But you remember, that's, that's real talk, though, man. Like, you know, I find a lot of our people, they listen in these rooms, but they be, they be hesitant to, to open up. Like, we are regular people. We're not like, we're not like some, I don't know. We're not like, Urema's a regular person. Like he's, he's, a, he's, he's, he's not an alien. He's not like, he's not like some, some, like we regular people. We met in person and we regular people. Like, we, you know, we got kids. We, we got up and downs. We, we, we got, we got, you know, like. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, don't hesitate, man. Don't hesitate. There's a reason why, you know, 
we we build in this 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 family right and if 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 you got an issue in your family you should be able or question or concern or anything you should be able to approach family and just say hey look this is this is this is what i'm thinking about this is the questions i got or this is the concern or whatever you know what i mean like don't don't hesitate don't hesitate you know what i mean like it's it's no no we're not here i mean i, I know some of us got some strong energies but that doesn't mean that we are unapproachable that's not what that means you know what I mean? maybe unapproachable from the enemy but you know uh <laughs> not unapproachable from the family all right so you know i just want to put that out there yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually appreciate that being said. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, like on, on another level with that, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as us being regular people and Yarima being a regular dude and shit like that, you know, I think we just got like the tendency, you know, when we see people who have or create a platform, um, we got a tendency as a people. I don't know what it is. And this is why, this is why crackers know, you know, what to do to exploit us and or either that or, or fuck us over, you know. Um, when J. Edgar Hoover said, let's prevent the rise of a black messiah, it's because they know that if niggas got a leader, they're going to follow the shit out the leader. And then when the leader's gone, the movement is going to fall apart. You know, they, they know how we how we like to idolize individuals and shit like that. You know, and, and with this new social media culture that we that we have, although we can harness it and do what we got to do with it, you know, those of us who are, you know, tapped in enough to do so. Um, we know how to we know how to use it and shit like that. But a lot of people get caught up in the idea that you know this person got X amount of numbers of people that follow them, or you know or this person has a platform where their voices is heard and and you know spread among the masses or whatever. And so you think that that makes them you know of uh, uh, a certain caliber. You know what I mean? That that has nothing to do with the reality of what it means to you know to really have a message and for people to gravitate towards your energy and shit. You know, and so in doing that. What we're doing is like we're watering down the, the messaging and what's really going on. Like nobody that's up here on the stage is up here out of fanfare. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody up. I'm not. I'm not a, a Yarima Karama fan. Right. You understand? Like, like, like this. This is this is some real life shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, just as if I if I find somebody that's like minded, you know, in person, which I have, you know, and, and I have the opportunity to build, and I understand that this person is like minded. They understand what I'm on. Whatever it was that drew me to that has nothing to do with the relationship that you build once you once you once you know somebody. You understand what I'm saying? And so I, I just I'm saying that on, on 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 the back of what Wealth just said because you know it's it's beyond a matter of approaching, you know, being being, being approachable. It's also understanding like you know this social media shit is just a tool. Like this, I, I didn't just, I didn't just come to be on Clubhouse all of a sudden. Like, yo, let me, let me just jump on Clubhouse and and, and find somebody's nuts to ride. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just start, you know, whatever, whatever. You know, so, so I, I've I've heard mention of, of shit like, you know, people having cult followings and you know all this type of shit. But what that does is it, it dilutes, it dilutes the movement, it dilutes the message, and and, and it assists the establishment in demonizing, you know, people who have influence. You know what I'm saying? People who are who are able to articulate certain shit, and and the reason why people gravitate towards that type of a voice is because that voice represents reflections of themselves that they may not they may not be able to articulate as well. So let's get out of the mentality that because somebody is you know tapped into somebody's platform that they're an actual follower. I don't know I don't know why they chose to use that word. 
But I think whatever reason they had is working on motherfuckers. Because you think that because I follow you, that I follow you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, let's just keep that in mind. Like we are, we're dealing with real people. We're dealing with grown ass people up here who all have been to hell and back. You know, and this, and that's not just you know speculation. You know, we 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 build on a personal level. We understand each other's stories and we know who each other are. You know, those of us who who are actually tapped in for real. You know, so don't get it fucked up. Like this ain't a this ain't a uh, this ain't a fucking circus show. This ain't just a typical clubhouse room where people just up here shooting the shit. You know, we actually having these conversations as as a uh, as a conduit for some real life shit. So um, let me just leave that right there. Yeah, like too. Uh, oh, go ahead, Cindy. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I feel like you brothers are like uh, kindred spirits, like brothers, right? Like warriors, like Shaka Zulu warrior brothers that fought in like in a past life together, right? Because you guys have such a unity well. together. And now I know these fans, you know, there's there's no followers, right? But every once in a while, there there, there comes a groupie, right? Like every rapper has groupie. Right, every activist has a groupie. Right, every this is just a part of life. Right, and you have those who are like the fist, and you put the fist together and it knocks everyone out. And then you have the trolls, and you have those people who go, "How can I destroy what I'm looking at?" The COINTELPRO, the uh, all the the retarded shit, right? And so it's not even a yin and yang thing. It's just basically. Life has its obstacles. And sometimes, we, you know, I know you guys always talk about discernment. And a lot of times, you know, it's kind of like what I kind of say to myself. <laughs> right? It's, it's discernment, right? We all do that. We go, okay, I'm no new friends. Like, say, right? No new friends and shit like that. But at the end of the day, if we take care of each other, like, really, truly. No, 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 no. It's not about dick riding or no shit like that. Like, really, truly a bond soulfully spiritually because like, I've known you in a past life type shit I just know we've been through some shit you know you was my mother my father my uncle my brother shit I had you and I, you was my son type shit right and so we just take care of each other and we can't get hung up on who feels away who people go through their own shit right and so mm. sometimes it's projection last five years in motherfucking college Jesus Christ me to use that word, sorry. <laughs> and so, <laughs> basically, it's like, sometimes, it's, you know, it's that. And so sometimes we can't reflect on that. It's about moving ahead, taking it to the next level. Everyone in this room knows what they're trying to do. And if you don't, it's okay. But you should never come and disrupt other people. Let people, if you see brothers hanging together, let them, let, let, it's so hard to see Men, just sometimes I just listen to you guys, right? Welcome D and Kareem and Conscious, and you guys are just going in. I'm like, damn, I want to say something, but I'm like, no, that bitch is fucking flowing. And have, before you guys met each other, it's like, this shit is dope. And if anybody has grandfathers and fathers and uncles, that shit is dope. If you grew up seeing it, if you didn't grow up seeing it, to you, you'd be like annoyed by it, right? Annoyed. Like, ugh. Because maybe you want a room full of women. I call that the black widow spider. Run, men, run. Mm. That's a different story. Um, so for me, I, I love that. I, I cherish that. It just reminds me. It's just a, 
be careful. Don't want to be less of anything. So it's a be, be up, right? And so I love you guys. And I, I thank you. I, I don't think, and I know people always say thank you, but as a female, and I know you guys have had, you know, people come in and come in and out and everyone acts like they're cool, but everybody has their own agendas and all that extra shit because it's not just the Rockefellers that got agendas. It's the fucking humans, the parasites, the maggots. They have agendas too. Mm. <laughs> Those people have agendas too. And so at the end of the day, if you can't be real with someone, you can't, I'm talking about really real and say, hey, listen, I was a wild child. I was this. I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just shed yourself instead of like trying to be like, well, let me find out what I can about this Zima to when I'm ready. Like, this is so like, this is so junior high school. And so we're supposed to be adults. And not all of us mature the same way. And I think that as a people, this, I don't even want to call it conscious community because I don't even know what to call that. But just what, what you guys have and what we have, right? The Unity Walk. The Unity Walk.com. I'm sorry. That was a selfish emotion. <laughs> um, I think we should honor each other. Give each other flowers now because none of us is promised tomorrow. Uh. Don't look at it as a weakness. That brother is supporting that brother and that brother supporting that sister and that sister and everybody don't making sure everybody's good. Uh. Everybody want a glass of water? You want some ice cubes? You get what I'm saying? Not no, I think this one is this and that and this and this and this. If I can't say it to you, that's not fair. That's not good. We should know better by now, especially if you're someone who says your impact, you says you can steal things, you says, how would you feel if it was done to you? You wouldn't like it. Mm. You can't do better. You sound like my fucking grandmother now. Shit. <laughs> Later. Yeah, you know, I just, I, 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 I want to... Uh... Cause since the since the since the topic kind of swayed that way, um, so um, one thing that um, I think I said it years ago. Um, people receive the message or they don't. Um, I do what I'm going to do. What I do regardless. Uh, but everybody up here is a friend. Um, wealth I've met personally, uh, D I've met personally, conscious I've met personally. Um, Cindy, you and I go back years. Um, uh, K Reem, uh, everybody on this stage right now has my personal number. I have theirs. Um, that's how this goes. There's people in the audience, but, but one thing that I have used, um, one thing that I've used social media for um, personally is to build, is to network and to build relationships. And <clears throat> I think the next level to that is us gravitating, you know, to where we, where we connect. Um, one of the things with the Unity Walk organization, um, our administrative team for the Unity Walk, every one of every, all of our administrative team from the Unity Walk. I've met, they, they, we met via this, via me live streaming, maybe them tapping in, 
meeting in person, connecting, catching a vibe. Um, and, and, um, not only are they friends, but I trust them. That's why they're, that's why they're administrative members of my organization or our organization. So, um, you know, I look at this a little, a little bit differently. Um, there's, there's, I recognize that there are going to be those that celebrity worship because there's celebrity worshipers out here. I recognize that there are going to be those that, that find this to be entertaining. Um, I get that. Um, so many of my messages that I give, and it's so unfortunate that, that I'll probably be dead before people really get a lot of what I've said because people just don't listen. I, I recognize a lot of people find this as entertaining and then they don't get the message. And I know that because I talk to some of them and I'm always flabbergasted like, damn, haven't you, didn't you hear anything of what I said? But you know, it's a seed planet, maybe date. Sometimes people don't hear it right now. Sometimes it's years down the road before they hear it. Sometimes it's months, weeks. It doesn't matter. Um, everybody has to take their own journey. But um, I think what we are all trying to build when we say that this is our tribe, um, you know, in finding our tribe, we realize that, um, you know, that. Um, that means connecting on a whole different level. Like the brother, I love D. Like that's my brother. Like we we vibe. Like D and I talk offline and for hours. And you know that's 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 something that's something that I you know that that sometimes you don't get just from the average person out here you know, real substantive conversation and it's heartfelt and you all are on the same page and you know, um, you know, wealth has been instrumental in, in, in insights that he's been able to share with me that have been life changing. Um, Cindy has been, she's just been, Cindy's been a, an absolute friend from day one. Like from day one, she's just been authentic and and a friend. Um, and with the shit that I do, I'm not trusting. I don't trust people like that um, because there's agents out here. There's agents provocateurs. And I know that they send them. They send agents to look like me. Why? Because they know what I stand for. So <laughs> they're not going to send anybody else. They're going to send somebody that looks like me uh, with, the, you know, and so that's just what it is. So I'm not very trusting. So I have to I have to deal in energy. I have to deal in spirit. I have to deal in soul and I have to do ritual work, uh, which is very important and instrumental. And, and sometimes, you know, every now and then, because I'm an empath and, and sometimes I let my guards down and and then a snake reveals themselves. And, you know, and I have to deal with that. And, and, and it's a lesson from the ancestors that, you know, you just have to be more cognizant. But um, we really are a family. And um, there's other things going on besides just this, uh, besides clubhouses and IG videos and all of that. And so um, and there's others in this room that I have their personal numbers. And they have mine and we talk and we build. It's not just the people on this stage. So, you know, um, you know, we're, we're building and that's what I use this for. That's what I use this platform for. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously to disseminate information as well, but it's also to uh, build bridges 
um, and and networks, and and sometimes sometimes those bridges get burned, and um, I've always been taught when a bridge is burned, um, there's no need in rebuilding that motherfucker to go back over it again. You leave that motherfucker burned. Uh, none of these bridges here are burned though. These are all good, and I love I love every one of these people. Um, like I said, they're personal friends, and there's people in the room that I that I love them too. They're 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 friends. Um, there's team members in the room right now. Um, so um, connect with us. You know, we talk about like-minded communities. You talk about being around like-minded people. Well, connect with us because um, we make it happen. And quite frankly, the shit be lit. It just it just does. The shit be lit. The energy's off the chain. Um, it's like this is the place to be. Um, not that I'm bragging, but yeah, if you haven't been to one of our events, it's like that shit be lit just being around your people. So um, I'm just saying, um, yeah. Hey, Yurima, I just I just want to say something real quick, man. Yo, I, 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 me and the missus was talking recently, and I, I, I said, I called out some length of time, and she was like, nah, babe, like, you only knew, you only know Yurima, like, a few months. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to sit down and process that, because I feel like I know the fam for, like, years, and, and, and it's like, like, like Cindy said, it's, it's, it, it, you know, I got to meditate on that one, like. Maybe it's a strong possibility we 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 was some 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 kinfolk in in a in a previous lifetime we was we was tribe members or something in a previous lifetime because the the connection was so easy it was so easy man like what what I love about the dynamic here is that no like we nobody's trying to be like anything that they're not. Like I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm well. These D, you, you, K Reem, K Reem, Cindy, Cindy, conscious, conscious. Like, you know what I mean? We all bring something unique to the table. The vibrations is high, but we all, we, 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 we not, we not clones of each other. You know what I mean? We respect, Facts. we respect that uniqueness about each other. You know what I mean? And, and it, it, it's, it's. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. I, I don't, I don't use words. I, I'm very particular with how I use words, but I can call you my friends. You know what I mean? Because I, I and, and that's that's something I can count today on two hands. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I, 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 I feel people's energy. So I, I, oftentimes I don't, I don't be around large groups of people because it's it's a lot of energies that I don't I don't want to take into myself, you know what I mean? But like the family that, that you know, what it was one thing knowing you guys on social media, right? But that first time I met your the the, the family in person, that that sealed the deal cuz I was able to feel the energy. I was able to feel you and it was so authentic, you know what I mean? Like Nobody was trying to be anything else. Like in in, 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 the, in the circle of people that I was talking to, no one, everyone was comfortable being themselves. You know what I mean? And and it was like that last trip was awesome. You know what I mean? We had some deep builds and 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 
this is where, you know, like like you said, Yurima, this is a tool. It's just a stepping stone. You know what I mean? It's like you, you don't stay here. You, you don't stay in your parents' house forever. Sometimes you got to graduate. Yeah, it comes a point in time you got to graduate, right? So so the graduation from here is, is coming to one of these events. You know what I mean? Meeting people. I think that that's that's something to help a lot of people cast off that 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 stardom spell. Like if you special or something, you realize people are people. Like we real people. You know what I mean? And and we stand on something. We stand on 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 moral conviction about similar things. That's that's our common ground. You know what I mean? And wanting to see uh, the black community, you know, do do better, be stronger, and break free from this bondage that we're in, you know what I mean? And and, and create a world where uh, uh, not just my children specifically, but black children as a whole can 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 grow healthy and safe and productive and, and strong, you know what I mean? Like, those those common pillars is what unites us, you know what I mean? So I, I, I'll, I'll leave it there because I don't want to ramble too long. No, but I got to correct you though, Wealth, on on something. Uh, let's not get this thing twisted. I am special now. I'm a special. I'm a special kind of dude now. <laughs> let's not get that messed up. But 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 yeah, because because you know Yurima Yurima Karama loves Yurima Karama now, so we a special dude. But the thing is, is that we're all special because we all bring a particular gift. We all bring something to the table. We're all special. Everybody in this room is special. So, um, but yeah, we ain't going to minimize special now. We we all special. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you for that correction, brother. Thank you. That, that wasn't the right word to use. We, we, we definitely are special. We, 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 we're not aliens, though. Right? right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I one of them, too. <laughs> it's uh, yeah it's uh key what's up you joined us what's good key hey I, I, you just you said it before i could i was gonna start off by saying first off congratulations and love to all of y'all because we are all in this chat right now during these times we have spirit we in spiritual warfare and um we here you know, we all here right now. We found each other, however which way, whether you're speaking or not. You're right here. You're listening. You're talking. So congratulations to that because, you know, you've been led here. It's a lot of people that's just going to go to sleep, turn off the lights, go to sleep. They don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? We do. We give a damn. You know what I'm saying? We're like, this is our life. So we really fighting for this. And, uh, Yurima, while I'm here, I want to give you your flowers, too, because... You know, I'm, I'm 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 tapped in, you know, to the to the, the stars and planets outside of this earth. You know, like we all is comedic science, and uh, you know, I've seen, you know, I've astral projected, dreamed, I've seen you in my dreams and shit like that. You know, and I don't know weird shit, but on some real shit, like the you. ancestors have showed me, like, no, he's he's one of them. He, he's he's with us. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you you uh. Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember. I, I'm sure you remember uh, the ambassador from Kenya. Yes. You know Prince Michael. Yes. You, I, I actually talked to him personally because of your life, and we talked and we talked about the scribes and script. We talked about all of it, and he was he confirmed a lot of what I knew from our country records. He was like, "Yeah, well, 
you know, we really had conversations, and I told him, Brother Yurima led me, you know, if it wasn't for him, I would have never found you. We had, we really had conversations because, you know, of that live y'all had. So it's like, I, I want to give you your flowers for that because it's like you truly are tapped in. And as far as, you know, our people looking, you know, they might be intimidated or I think it's really because of the, you know, the, the jackasses that we deal with, the Jay-Z's, the... I'm, I'm gonna throw random names: the Doctor Boyce Watkins, the, you know, <laughs> those, those, those jackasses. You know, we deal with those jackasses, so people feel like, oh, I can't approach him because he has a platform, so he's gonna, well, you know, when I, like they say, don't meet your heroes. They they always say that don't meet your heroes because your heroes gonna let you down. We don't feel like we can have heroes, and it's just crazy. Like it's okay to you know look at another dope human being, but like. Damn, like he really, he he real cool. He really doing it all. Like he really doing this shit. Like we need to compliment each other more. I think that's that's what it really is. It's ego because we'll look at each other and be like, well, no, he got a platform. He probably gonna he probably gonna brush me off. He probably he probably one of those. And it's like, well, how you gonna know if you never, you know, approach the person and, and see how how they really are. And, you know, us, we tap dance, so we know energy. Like y'all said, we empaths, just, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So we know energy. So that's why we're all here right now, because we know, no, this is really soul tribe. I know y'all are all soul tribe. It's, it's a real genuine love with y'all. And it's, it, it's dope because, you know, outside of this, it's, it's not too many people immediately that we can talk to. You know, you can't. Like, a lot of us work jobs or whatever. We can't go to our co-worker and be like, yeah, you know about, you know, they're going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, they don't understand what we really know. So it's like, it's dope to have this, you know, it's dope to have this room and this alliance because, like I said, we're all here and we were all laying here through different means. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't do Clubhouse either. I actually, you know, put the request in, what, three, four months ago? And then it randomly invited me like, oh, okay, you're accepted. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot I even put this in. Mm. And then immediately, you know, I, I I I followed you, and then I joined the alliance, and and then I met all you guys. So it, it, you know, it was like I went through my own journey to find this room too, just like everybody else. So it's like we we're here for a reason, and I feel like we got to keep that up because we in the middle of it now. We in the thick of it. It's no more preparing. It's no more karmic cycles. It's no more none of that shit. We're here now. You know what I'm saying? Like we're in the thick of it. So we need our. We need our, you know, allegiance. We need our alliance. And I'm just, I'm I'm grateful that we all here and we're going to continue to be. And, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, Brother, hey, brother Key. Key. <laughs> hey, Brother Key. Uh, just real quick, D, uh, just just to let you know, uh, between you and I and, and the rest of the family in the room, um, you will never hear me say a person is crazy or off if they talk about telepathy if they talk about astral planing i'm with all that shit family i'm with it all so you'll never those are sciences that we created those are things that we manifested um and i know the power of the ancestors um people say they manifest things i'm i'm with it i know they i know the power of manifestation i know the power that lies in that so you, you, you astral plane, brother. I'm with you, brother. I love that. And I love you. Thank you. Go ahead, Dave. 
That's what's up. Yes, sir. Hey, I like that talk. I like that talk a lot. We, I'm looking forward to having some more conversations with you, Keith. Most definitely. Most definitely. So I got a, I got a off, I got a random, a random question, and it's for Cindy because you're the only lady up here. And this is so off topic, Cindy, but I gotta know. It's been it like this shit has been like. I won't say it's been bugging me, but every time I see it, I'm just like, I got to ask. So, and I think it's with, I believe it's with the right leg. Cindy, what is up with women when they take those selfie pictures? They always got their right foot up on their, on their, um, on the ball of their feet. Why did they put that fucking foot up like that? I mean, is that code for something? Real talk, because every picture I see, women just put that foot up, and I'm, I'm not—I don't have a problem with it, but I'm just saying—is that what? What does that mean? I'm a thousand years old. I've existed before technology. I can't even help you. <laughs> hey, I, I got a theory though. I got a theory. D D send T D. Go with the theory. What is the theory? Because I'm like, like. <laughs> so there's, there's uh, it's this is it's just a, a slight form of trickery, you know, just just some slight form of trickery. I think they do that because it's it's like some body mechanics, you know. They once when, when you put that leg up on the toe, it kind of gives you a certain shape. I think that they're going for, and you know. Nine times out of ten, when they got their leg up, they facing they facing backwards so that you know they leading with their ass. You know what I'm saying? But that's not to say everybody that's done that pose and that's the, that's their intention. But from from my perspective, I think it's because uh, it's you know it kind of it kind of enhances their shape a certain way to make it more appealing. Right? So, <laughs> uh, they going for the Sarah, Sarah Bartman look. So Sarah Bartman, damn. Hey, but I, I, I honestly, it's really sad to say this, but I, I've seen a lot of women like really like photoshopping the shit out of their pictures to the point to where you can see shit warped in the background, their fingers is extra long and shit like that, just so they can you know create this little fake little body shape, and they do it consistently throughout their pictures. So they, you know, so, so, so that you think that that's really what it is. It's just, it's just trickery, man. It's hocus pocus. Mm. I got. I, I, I got, I got one thing, you know, with the, with the, the, the whole, the whole on the ball of the foot, you know, um, a, a lot of this is just designed to, to, to stimulate a sexual response, mm. right? Um, on the ball they, of the foot. I, 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 this, this is, this is how I, I perceive it. A lot of those poses is designed to simulate some type of sexual situation. That's 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 how I see it. You know, um, I, females on the tippy toes. I mean, I don't have to get graphic with it, but it's it's designed to because men are are we visual. 
So when we see certain poses, we, we connect that to the visual, to real physical experiences. Where, where, where do we see that? Well, I, I don't really watch ballet, right? You know what I mean? But I, I, I know where I've seen that pose a lot. So, and most men do. So it automatically speaks to, you know, the primal part. Like, oh, I know where I've seen that before. Just like, you know, I really wish my sisters would, would, would stop, like D mentioned, taking pictures, leading with your ass. Like, I mean, I don't understand why it's so hard to, to make the connection if you're advertising yourself from the back then how you want a dude to be up front with you like I just oh I don't mean shit. oh <laughs> hey, well, hey, well that's I don't why you are up here oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry well damn Wow. If you always lead it with the back, how do you expect me to be up front with you? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I, I was just, yeah, I was just, wow. Wow. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was wondering about the foot, but yeah, that, that, yeah, I mean, that, that, that could be a whole discussion till five, six in the morning. I'm not going there. Well, if you lead it with your feet, how are you going to be ahead of the game? <laughs> right. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I should have something to contribute to that because I don't know how deep it will go, but I know like the right brain function and the left brain function. The right brain function is actually about visual, you know, visual shapes, patterns, emotions, and big with it, you know, it's, it, that's that's what the right function represents. So if they lean with their right foot, you know, when a woman's low vibrational, she's emotionally manipulative. So she's she's leaning with her right foot. It's because she's trying to present this image, as you as y'all said. You know, like look at me, I, I got this. And a man who ain't you know disciplined is like, oh, let me DM that shit real quick. You know, <laughs> let me DM that. Let me see what that's about real quick. You know, mm. yeah, it might have to hey, uh-huh. With the with the left brain right brain thing, right? I, I, uh-huh. I like I like I like the path that you're going on with that, right? But um, just to correct you though, um, the the right foot is controlled by the left hemisphere of the brain. Ah, it's, it's flipped the other way around. You know what I'm saying? The, the right half of your body is controlled by the left hemisphere, and vice versa. Mm. Right. So, so the right the right hemisphere right can still be can still be applied though. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I'm saying. The right hemisphere is, 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 is that's what it is. The cognitive function. Hmm. Hey man, hey, hey, uh, it's, it's, it's really wild because you know the, the way I see it for real is it, what I really think it is. Aside from all the, the funny shit, is that it's just uh, it's groupthink. It's just following suit. You know what I'm saying? It's like just like sticking the tongue out, the little ah, and all that. It's just that's just what you know. That's just what's become that that mainstream, trendy aesthetic that everybody want to go for. You know, just like you know, taking a little toothbrush and slicking down the little extra hairs on the lace front to make it look like you got baby hairs. You know, all that little trendy shit, the big the big eyelashes that look like canopies and shit. You know, I just think that um, it's automatic. You know, for a lot of women, because I've you know I've been dealing with a lot of things with my daughter and her just trying to follow suit with a lot of this. You know, status quo, pop culture shit. Right, and, uh, right. It's just second nature to a lot of them. 
You know what I'm saying? And I and I remember, you know, being young, being at a certain age and being that impressionable where I thought I was a cash money hot boy. <clears throat> right, right. I realized I had a bandana on every wrist to match every outfit I had. I had different I thought I was a fucking hot boy. You couldn't tell me nothing different. You know, and uh, as dumb as that looks, you know, it's just a lot of adults out here that's still stuck in them type of fantasy type of fantasy worlds that you know, they just want to be a part of this, whatever's going on in today's pop culture. Just like you see all these women wearing these new leggings now that look like it's got like that honeycomb pattern on it. Like, why the fuck do everybody buy the exact same shit at the same time? Exactly. They, they say the exact same shit on their posts, you know what I mean? They they uh, do the exact same poses, the same facial expression, the same filter, the same fucking songs in every fucking video. It's just, this is what it is, man. People are just group thinkers, and, and just, you know, following whatever that is most prevalent. Um, I know y'all, we, I think we talked about it before, but that video where it's like 20 people in the room and it's like a waiting room or some shit. Yes, and there's yeah. one person, <laughs> the one woman who's not in on the experiment, the, the woman who's being experimented on, um, everybody else is in on it. The, you know, they're all sitting in the fucking waiting room waiting to see a doctor or some shit. The bell rings, ding. One person stands up. Bell rings again, that person sits down. So, you know, she looks up like, what the fuck was that about? That happens again. Bell ring, like four people stand up. She's looking like, what the fuck? She don't ask nobody no questions, she's just looking. Bell rings, they sit down. Bell rings again, like ten of them stand up. And so this goes on all the way till everybody in the room is standing up when the bell rings. And finally, she stood up with the whole rest of the group. No, no idea as to why the bell was ringing, whether they was even supposed to stand up, or whether it had anything to do with her. They didn't call no names. They said nothing but ring that bell. So, you know, they start ringing the bell, and she'll stand up. All and then, and then everybody start leaving the room to where she was the last person. Was, she was the only one in this room, the only one sitting there. They ain't no. She doesn't know that there's a camera in there. There's nobody in there watching her. She's in there by her fucking self. The bell rings and this dumbass chick stands up. Yeah. Like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? And so that's, I, I just think that's what it is. It's just monkey see, monkey do for real. For lack of but but let, me, let me ask you, let me ask you this, um, um, because <clears throat> now that we're on the subject, every woman that takes that picture will say that they're not doing it for attention. And is that to be believed? I, and, and we got Oracle and, and, and Cindy in the room, so I want to, I want to, I want to let the ladies kind of, kind of speak. But every woman that will that that like is the selfie queen, they will tell you, oh, I'm not doing it for attention. And my thing is, well, if there weren't if there weren't smartphones, would you be walking around with a goddamn Canon camera taking pictures? I mean, I mean, would would you would you be doing? I mean, you're not doing it for attention. So what are you doing it for? Because you just like taking pictures and seeing yourself on Instagram. I mean, it. it I. I just. It just. Hey, it, it just seems. No, go ahead, D. Go ahead. D. It just seems uh, inauthentic. You, do, yeah, and this is the thing. If you do something for attention, it's cool. Say that. Right. Be out like, here. Yeah. There's, there's some things I do for attention. You know, I'm a man. You know what I mean? You know, I, sometimes I, got, I, I throw my peacock feathers up there. You know what I'm saying? Just to flex on them right quick. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and you can look at that however you want, but just me being real with myself, you know what I mean? Like, 
if that's the case, if you do it for attention, if you gotta get, to, if you wanna, you know, get some extra puckerage on your lips and get the extra little shake going because you wanna attract brothers, uh, okay, fine. Just, just be real about it, though. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you're the type of person that needs attention, that seeks attention, then okay, fine. There's, there's a place for that to be respected, but what comes first is just being honest with yourself. You know? Facts. Facts. Cindy or Oracle, you want to chime in? Oracle, what's good? Is Oracle up here? Hey, peace. Can y'all hear me? Yes. <laughs> How y'all doing? It's been a while. How y'all doing? We're great. How are you, Empress? Fantastic. I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, so I was gonna, yeah. The conversation has moved. I have so many things to say, but say it all. In the conversation. <laughs> say it all. You got, you got time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been flowing. I'm glad to hear that y'all are doing well and that you know your spirits are high and that you're still motivated to just keep waking people up. But um, like you say, you even like you plant a seed, but sometimes it's just not like. The evolution is not there, and it's going to be miles and miles and miles and years and years and years before people really grasp this concept of letting go. But um, I'm always reminded, like, let those who have ears hear, let them hear. Those who have eyes, let them see, you know. Um, my husband and I are reading the Bible. Now, I don't practice Christianity. I've long since left that realm, but I appreciate um the text sometimes like when y'all were talking about like people kind of clout chasing you know like we're all real vessels we're all here like in spirit and in truth like actually creating this path and this new paradigm for us all to just flow and live in a world where we aren't being bamboozled and the wool's not being pulled over our eyes or this idea of emancipation which really means to transfer <laughs> and doesn't necessarily mean to set free. It's just a transfer of ownership. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I said that to say um, in Proverbs, there's this verse number 31. It says, Envy thou not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. So, like, we're in a position, especially, you know, with this whole quote-unquote Juneteenth crap coming out or whatever, mm-hmm. where we, you know, tried, where we basically acquiesced everything that we had, trying to integrate and be like the European. It says, envy not the oppressor, like, don't be envious of what this platform is that he is creating and choose none of his ways, like, don't go that way, like, don't go down that path, you know? Um, but like just us being real people, this other verse stood out to me and it was also in Proverbs it says, To have respect of persons is not good for a piece of bread that man will transgress. So like looking at a person because of their stature or their clout or their followers or their whatever like, if you attach yourself to that person's identity based on this thing, 
then you basically, you can be bought off in any way, you know? For a piece of bread, you'll go backwards, like for money or whatever, bread has, you know, multiple meanings here. Like this person can be bought and sold because they're basically hooked onto what they think I am or what they see me having or based on my possessions or like based on my position, you know? And it says to have respect to persons is not good. Like don't respect me because of what you think I have. Respect me for the soul of me. Respect me for the spirit of me. And respect me because my energy is pure and my energy is true, you know? So, um, mm. I was to touch on all that. And as far as like this, you know, this women, you know, with the foot or like another thing, Yurima, is like with the head cocked back over the shoulder, you know, like <laughs> clutching something, that one too. Like, like D said, it's the monkey see, monkey do thing. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever read The 100th Monkey. Yes. But it's a story, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, it's like that. And, but that's how they constantly are able to keep us in this state of always being left back or always looking for something that we don't have or constantly looking outside of ourselves. That's how they're able to do it because they know that we're still in this mind frame, like this high school mind frame, like this whole popularity contest. And that's what high school was. They're training camps. That's what school was. It was a training camp to train us to act and think and be a certain way once we enter into this so-called adulthood world or whatever. Like, so mm. now that's what this um, social media is. It's a popularity contest. And, you know, those who didn't have much in high school, like myself, I didn't have a thing in high school. Like, I didn't have the newest shoes. You know, my mother had 10 children. So when I did get a pair of Nikes, I was like, oh, snap, you know, I'm, I'm about to be walking with the big boys. But still, it's like, <laughs> I, right. Right. I could put the shoes on, but they know, like, come two, three weeks, those same pair of Nikes is going to be on my feet. Like, I'm not changing shoes every couple of weeks like these other children, you know. And so then it becomes this popularity contest. So when we see that in social media, we become that child again because we're all you know, looking to connect within our inner child because that's what they stole from us. Our, our ability to be creative, our ingenuity, our imagination. They took those things from us when they whipped us, you know, and made us become this mechanical ass adult. So mm. it's like, Teach. You know, when we... <laughs> Teach. So uh, when we see these things like, oh, Eureka has a bunch of followers or D got a bunch of followers or whoever got a bunch of followers, then we again, we, we connect to that inner child and we feel that belittlement again. We all over again feel like, dang, my shoe's going to be dirty again in the next couple of weeks. I ain't going to be shit, you know? So I can't approach this you know, high school oh cheerleader God. or this or this football player or this you know, even even the band geeks like you like <laughs> the people in the band had the coldest talent because they can read music. But they didn't see themselves that way, you know, they still saw themselves as just another like band geek or like somebody who wasn't able to match, you know, the football star, or the basketball star or the track star, you know. So it's like when we see that, it's it's that it's just throwing us right back into that same wheel, you know. So it's important for us to not envy our oppressor or to go in his way. Like fuck him. Like we need to go this way. We need to let go of all these things. 
we need to stop watching the sweet potato and the sand. You know, <laughs> we need to stop like just being a part of that cloud. Like that's and like that's what all all of these clouds are about. It's a replication of who we are naturally. If we tap into our telepathy, like the brother Key was saying, you know, he's been astral traveling. If we tap into that medium, we wouldn't need iCloud, Google Cloud, or any of these other false-ass clouds because we would be the real cloud. We would be really tapping into ourselves. So put your foot down, ladies. You know, do what you do and all of that. And yeah, <laughs> that's my piece, y'all. I love y'all. Wow. Perspective. There's no snaps right here. There's no snaps. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Hey, real shit. I'm glad you said what you said, Oracle, because, you know, you're really really speaking to, like, the the reality of the matter when it comes to, um, well, let me say this first. Um, You know, you you were saying you and your husband was looking at at the Proverbs and stuff like that. Y'all really tapping into some, some ancient wisdom beyond, you know, the, the, the writings of, you know, the, the scripture of the Bible itself. You know what I'm saying? The, um, the majority of the proverb, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw this little quick anecdote. When I was when I was very young, you know, when I was first introduced to the Bible, I was always scared of that book, right? I was always extremely fearful of it. I don't remember what it was. I might have opened up and seen it, say some, some wild shit. But I was always afraid of that book. And um, once, I, once I started coming around enough to read it, it's only because I was reading just the book of Proverbs, just reading them quick little, them little um, jewels or whatever. Um, come to find out, you know, later on my journey, you know, been let go of Christianity or whatever, um, and I start understanding, you know, finding out different things about the, the history of the Bible, you know, where a lot of that stuff was coming from, blah, blah, blah. Not even to get into all of that, but this book is called The Teachings of Patahotep. And it's, it's mm-hmm. deemed as the oldest book in the world, right? Mm-hmm. I read this book yes. seven years ago. It's a very small little book. And, well, you know about uh, the Kabbalion. You know, I know you really fuck with universal law, and, and I do as well. And Oracle, from, you know, hearing a lot of what you said, I know you do as well. Um, other people in the room as well. But um, the the Proverbs are straight out of here. Are straight out. I was trying to hurry up and find it in this book while, while you was reading um you know, when you uh, was, was talking about it, but I couldn't get to it fast enough. But nevertheless, I just say that to say this, like, a lot of times, you know, what we what we attribute to people as, you know, spiritual gifts and stuff like that, it, a lot of times those are just under the guise of regular mundane things that we just got so used to that we don't acknowledge in our own children. You know what I'm saying? That we, we fail to acknowledge. You talk about, you know, high school and people in band that is, that is able to read music. That's some, some powerful shit. That's some magical shit. Music itself is magic. You know, but think about the, the brothers that, you know, even myself when I was in high school, my thing was, you know, rapping. You know, I was I was, I was was the dude before the bell rung in, in school. Um, I, I was the dude at lunchtime, uh, after school, every event I can go to, I was in the cypher at all times. I was a, a, a hip-hopping rap spitting, pop locking, you know, and all these different things that, that if if cultivated, you know, I, I'd have been able to hone in on some real power, you know, but it's so much untapped genius within our children that's just being chopped off, you know, as they go through this through these uh through these pipelines and these cycles, you know, that's set out for to, just to create more robots, you know what I'm saying? And so um, 
thankful that you that you just touched on that topic right there. And uh, you know, everything you said was was extremely powerful. I appreciate you, Queen. Thank you. It's when D said uh, about the lady getting up and sitting down. And you know what that reminds me of? When they used to bring me to church. I, I got kicked out of church at 15, by the way. Because everybody would get up and the Holy Ghost would go into everybody and it would almost skip me. <laughs> I would just be looking at people. It would almost skip me. Yes. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. So I, but that's the thing. Sometimes, let's say if I have about three thousand things on my, three thousand things, I probably have like ten selfies. But I was feeling myself that day. I went to the men's wedding. I was like, "Do you know what I'm saying?" But this foot thing and all that shit. I am so sorry. I am so out of loop. But that's just is on point. Past that, I need to, I need a toke of that. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. But no. Seriously, I think that everyone just copies everyone. And uh, what is his name? Edward Bernays, right? The whole psychology behind the way that people copy each other is a thing. If you like selfies, you like selfies. It is what it is. But if someone, brothers, if you meet a woman, all she has is selfies, and then you expect her to be like super fucking woke, no. Unless you have like a conversation with her and you see something different. But other than that, man, I got posts about them motherfucking Jews. I'm sorry, small head. <laughs> you know, everything, history and all that stuff. Because I, I want to have those conversations with people. I want to see if they tap into that. But other than that, I mean, selfie, you might be in the, feeling yourself. You're feeling everybody wakes up feeling themselves every once in a while. This one thing, I don't know what the fuck that is. I, I thought about a cat. the hundred monkey when you brought up the hundred monkey effect you know uh all things full circle you know we we had that discussion a few months ago and i hadn't looked at it from that from that uh perspective so i want to thank you verse for just sharing it from that perspective of you know monkey see monkey do and and as far as d's uh example of the the lady in the room i saw that and i saw uh another video that um me and another group of people were breaking down the psychology of it, where they had this one white boy. He was on a, it was like a college campus, and he was on he was like he was on the grass, and he was like down the hill by this fence, and he is doing the weirdest like, you know, when white people try to dance, you know how it look, right? So he's doing that down there all by himself, and and it's like people laughing at him and stuff. And he kept doing it. And this is like the opposite of what that is, right? But the same thing happened. Because he's down there and he don't care. He don't care that, you know, he looks silly, right? So then this other white girl, she jumps up after about a couple minutes and she goes to join him in the crazy, you know, irky-jerky movement. And like two minutes after that, three more people ran down the hill. And the next thing you know, there was a crowd, all the, the 
kids that was sitting on the grass, they now joined this one dude. And at first, they was ostracizing, but he was so convicted in his in his that thing he was doing, you know, the irky jerky. That next thing you know, everybody's down there doing the irky jerky with him and laughing and stuff. And that's also uh, uh, that's also uh, an example of how the opposite can be true because. I was not the following type as a kid. I was just, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't in me to, like, I wouldn't follow you for the sake of following you. Like, my, the the, the mindset was different. Like, I didn't care if if my sneakers wasn't the most expensive sneakers, but if I thought they was fly, then I was rocking them sneakers. And then what ended up happening is, a week or two later, I see somebody rocking the same put together that I had on. But back in my era, my era, that was that wasn't something flattering like that. You would call that person a biter. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you 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 whack for that. You copying somebody else's style, <laughs> right? You know, now the whole thing is flipped on its head, where mm-hmm. everybody's copying everybody else now, right? And it's 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 just so crazy. And 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 I, I had one last insight. One of my experiences. Um, Young, when early in life, when when I, I had a, a like a spiritual awakening, I, I got a lot of information in that process about myself and just my understanding. You know, expanded a lot, and I realized that a lot of that stuff is is food for the ego. The ego tells you that you want to be at the center all the time. It tells you you are at the center, and if you're not at, if you think you're not at the center, you start acting out to try to move to be the center of that attention. Mm. And during that experience, I got a clear view because you know you kind of like leave yourself, and then you know in that spiritual state, you can see yourself, but then you see everything else too. And I realized in that state that. I was never the center, but I'm part of the whole, but I'm a unique part of the whole. So there was no more desire to be the center because you understand your uniqueness in the part of the whole. And I I just think like, you know, I, I, I would love to help people to unlock that awareness because that ego, that ego will strangle you. It will, it will, it will, it, 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 it will destroy you. From the inside out, you know, because it constricts you and it and it binds you down to a small uh, type of existence where you're always looking for more attention and you're looking for something from the outside to fill you up on the inside. And and when you can mm. break free from that, then it's like it's like you always full and you realize you always been full. You just didn't understand it. You know what I mean? So, but Oracle, you you, yeah. To, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, oh my you... gosh, so wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you and Walmart was saying that, right? I thought to myself, here's what we're, we're not realizing, right? It's called, I don't want to say it correctly. I'm going to get serious because I know I always joke a lot, right? Social engineering, the use of centralized planning and attempt to manage social change and regulate the future development and behavior of a society. And basically, it's the psychological manipulation of people into performing actions or divulging confidential information about themselves. But it's social media, social engineering. A lot of this shit is like fucking 
crisis actors, everybody just fucking copies fucking mm. body. And they don't even fucking realize. And by the way, and I'll take it to the next level, because you guys were talking about the Bible. Do you know what the first social engineering project was? The first one recorded was the book of Genesis, is where it's written that the devil, in the form of a snake, played to Eve's greed by convincing her God was keeping the powers for himself by forbidding her and Adam from eating the fruit. This is the first form of social engineering. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Mm. Yeah. And that, that yes, it is in the, the, the Bible. I like, I like that y'all breaking it down. I love when the, the, those of us who ain't Christian, Catholic, or none of that can break down the Bible better than they can. I love it. Because I, I always say, I'll be waiting on the day of one of those motherfuckers try that. You know? <laughs> Come on, I can break the Bible down for you better than you can to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if people understand the etymology of Christ, Christ is the anointed. We are the anointed. When they say anti-Christ, they anti-us. They no, they're not anti-God, they anti-us. Because we are Christ. You know what I'm saying? We, we're the anointed. We're the ones that have the message. We're the ones that tap, tap in directly to the ancestors. They know that. But they want to they pass it off as, oh, anti-Christ, the anti-God. And it's like, no, it's, it's none of that. Uh, I, I just love Oracle D, all y'all breaking down the Bible like that, because it's like, they can't even break it down like that. Like, we can tell them their stories, you know, and they, it's plenty of stories that like to, they like to skip over, you know, about the, you know, the rape and, 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 and you know, the, the, it's, it's all type of shit in that Bible that's, that's gross, that they don't like to talk about. So I, I like that y'all breaking it down the way that y'all breaking it down. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Oracle, you. Uh, what I appreciate about what you said is uh, <clears throat> sometimes the woman we we men we talk in a certain voice, we talk a certain way, and it's and and, and the wisdom is the wisdom is brought differently uh, from the perspective of of a woman though. Your insights, and not just you. I'm just saying. You know, women who vibrate in a higher frequency, your insights are um, they hit different because <laughs> the, the 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 whole perspective and how you broke that down, taking it back to high school uh, makes it so relevant because, you know. Now, I now when I look at that, when I see that it's I'm going to remember this conversation and and it's going to and it's going to look totally different for me as opposed to somebody who's trying to figure it out now I have a placement for it um and so I'm appreciative of that thank you yeah anybody else want to want to cut in I was going to say I was going to say if you like the Bible you'll definitely love the Talmud I'm still trying to get through that Right. I got a, I got a book I, Go ahead, D. Uh, well, I was going to say, I got a, uh, I got a book I, I, I like to recommend to the family. Um, and uh, also just, you know, side note, um, I'm going to start these new energy rooms soon, and I actually want to um, incorporate a day out of the week that we 
all tap into a book, you know, uh, and get through it, you know, but things that are centered around, you know, metaphysical, you know, the spiritual aspects of things, whatever. But anyway, there's a book called um, God, Man, The Word Made Flesh. And then there's another one called Salt of Salvation. These two books go together. And what they do is they break down the Bible from an esoteric standpoint. Um, the God, Man, Word Made Flesh is breaking down. And I'm talking about characters, places, you know, parables, all these different things from out of the Bible, breaking it down to how it pertains to the human body on a chemical level. You know what I'm saying? And just how all of these different things are just encoded in there. And, you know, obviously it's as above, so below, you know, on earth as it is in heaven. However you want to put it, uh, the the counter to that uh, is the... Uh, the counterpart to that is the other book, The Salt of Salvation, which is breaking down the Bible in the same way to the celest, the you know, the celestial bodies in the sky, you know, the stars and things like that, and astrology. Um, and I'm talking about on a very detailed, very scientific level. Uh, both books, and they're both by the same people. I uh, I don't want to I don't want to wake my son up trying to trying to find it, but uh, I'll let y'all know exactly you know who the author is of those books in a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's very, very deep insight as to what all of that shit meant. You know, Adam and Eve, the uh, Adam and Eve, the whole uh, idea of the snake, you know, climbing a tree and this and that all the way down to, you know, New Testament with, you know, the Christ consciousness. Um, Kundalini. Things up, all of the, exactly, the Kundalini and just, you know, um, these different fluids and these different chemicals and how they operate in our bodies. You know, the, the land of milk and honey is literally your pituitary and your pineal gland working in succession to secrete those fluids, which can only happen when, you know, that, that life force energy moves up your, you know, up your spine, your kundalini. Um, and then when, when they both reach, I mean, when, when, uh, when, uh, when, your, when your energy channels through your chakras and reaches all the way to the top, it's very similar to how that caduceus looks, that medical symbol with that staff and the two snakes going up either side. Um, that's literally the one snake is the, the divine feminine, one snake is the divine masculine, and those things move um, alternately through your chakras. Every other chakra is masculine, feminine, masculine, feminine, masculine, feminine. So that's those energies uh, intertwining with each other like a like a double helix all the way until it reaches the top. And then you reach you reach Christ consciousness and you're able to ascend beyond your physical understanding. And so uh, the land of milk and honey, the, the pineal gland secretes a very thick honey consistency fluid that's yellow. And then the, the pituitary gland secretes a white milky fluid. Um, and uh, yeah, and those things, you know, create a, a chemical compound that, you know, is, I guess, uh, synonymous like DMT or, you know, uh, I I uh, ayahuasca or some shit like that to where you have these out-of-body experiences. So anyway, I'm just saying that to say uh, the, the breakdowns are out there, you know what I mean, to really tap into the understanding of not just the Bible, but all of these ancient sacred texts because they all tell us the same shit. It's literally the story of uh, the science of self, the human body um, on, every, on every dimension and then how that correlates with our place in the cosmos. So I just wanted to throw that in there for the family. Um, I, I enjoy, you know, knowledgeable conversation, especially as we can apply it to our day to day lives. So y'all know what it is. Can you repeat the name of the books once more? Uh, one of one of. So 
sorry, one of them is titled God Made, The Word Made Flesh. And the other one is uh, uh, Salt of Salvation. Salt of Salvation. Hmm. Yeah, there's a Perry and Inez Perry. forward to that build uh uh can 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 you can you say for the room again what, what's what's the name what's the room that we're gonna be doing that book build in oh so i created a new energy club up here um uh, most most of y'all that's in the room now is, is already a part of it i believe i think it's already like 40 members up there i've just yet to uh to actually hold a room yet um and that's you know that's my own process you know i, I take my time until my spirit really moves um for me to go ahead and jump into it um, so I'm just I'm doing I'm doing some some inner work right now to prepare myself to to put myself out there on my own platform. So you know I know the family will be supportive when I do. So just look out very soon. I look forward to it, D. I look forward to it. Most yeah. definitely, most definitely, yeah. Facts. And just and just to be able to build on on, on different topics, you know. Um, Yurima, you know, you know, Yurima's platform is extremely powerful. You know, from the, from the standpoint of, um, you know, breaking things down that's happening as they happen in real time. You know what I'm saying? We get into some real, real powerful builds. You know, and, and peace, God. You know, we already know why we gravitate to Yurima. You know what I'm saying? He's a powerful voice to to the things that speak to all of us. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, I want to uh, kind of just build a a, a compliment to that platform. You know, as well as develop, you know, my own little stage to where I can, you know, really just dig into uh, dig into these bills on, on metaphysical topics. You know, um, I know everybody in here, obviously, we tapped into to Bobby Hammett. You know, we tapped into Brother Panic. A lot of us, you know, universal law and, you know, understanding crystals and the metaphysics, the metaphysics of things. But I just want to take it a step further and, and really just dig into it. I've seen a lot of rooms here on Clubhouse that talk about different things, but not, not necessarily from the same angle and understanding that a lot of us um, have, have tapped into. So, you know, this is this is not necessarily me just wanting to, um, you know, I, I want to bring the entire family with me on this journey. You know what I'm saying? Um, this this is this is something that is not like, you know, come come over here and fuck with the new energy room and skip the, the Yurima Karama room or whatever. You know, I just this is something I'm trying to add for us to be able to build on on uh, on several levels. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm open to topics, though. If y'all want to, you know, DM me some ideas, you know, some topics that y'all want to tap into. The three, um, you know, how they uh, they give you they give you three categories to list as the genre of your club. And so I put up there um, spirituality, mindfulness, and the future. I think of the other three topics that I chose. Um, so, you know, hopefully, you know, what we're not going to do is just allow, you know, low vibrations and shit like that into the space, and, you know, uh, to, to thwart our conversations off topic and all that type of shit. Um, we're going to run that shit similarly to how, you know, we, your Rima and I run his room. Uh, but again, you know, I, I want us to really dig deep into some of these topics, man, and actually just exchange information, you know, just tap in with each other on that level. So 
you know. I'm looking y'all, 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 y'all are here. Y'all, y'all see the room pop up real soon. Yes, I just turned my little bell on so I can know for sure when you pop up. Cause, um, man, I I invested in like just the opportunity. Cause when I first came on Clubhouse, like I was very excited to find like-minded individuals. I had no idea that Irima Karama was hosting a room and like. It breaks down, it's like the six degrees of separation is like broken, right? Because there's this like theory or whatever that every six people, you know, you get to the person that you're kind of looking for or whatever that theory is. And like he came into the poetry room and I was like, oh my goodness, Dr. Yoriba, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I just appreciate like the earnest invitation of humanity that you guys carry like I heard Cindy speaking about it earlier like you were saying Dwayne like the ego can run so rampant that it will actually dismantle something that the spirit created like I invested in going to a retreat based on like the energy that I received on this app and like you know y'all say y'all are meeting in person as well and I definitely want to I am setting my intentions to meet up with you guys in the flesh as well. But, like, I went there and, like, the quote-unquote host or, like, the leader or just basically the person who created the space. Oh, my God, he was terrible. He was Mm. negative and rude and, like, cursing at people and Mm. allowing, like, the stress that he had on himself to filter into what he had created like in the flesh now mind you like all the people around us were like vibing it was love like the energy was real like you said it was lit you know but then this person that because cause you know like just, just based on how they've programmed us there's always somebody who, who people kind of naturally flock to or like look to right Especially if it's the person who's kind of created this space or like this platform or whatever. But then like to see that person allow the ego to run amok and allow the ego to run rampant and completely operate from lower self. Like it threw me completely off. And like you said, Sister Cindy, like I'm, I'm not the one to like really be messing with people like that. If I see something go left, I'm like, okay, well, that means I need to go back into my own world and just continue to do my own thing because I don't want, I don't want like what, you know, this appearance that people have over social media. Like you can appear to be one way over social media and then get it to the person and ruin the entire image or perspective of what you've tried to create, Mm. what you've tried to put out there. And like one thing about, you know, just this idea of like anything in the darkness, it always has to come to the light. And when you turn on the light, like it's going to completely eradicate the darkness. But if that darkness is in you and you don't know how to move it out, you know, and there's nothing wrong with the darkness, but you can't operate from a negative dark space or like a a poisonous dark space Uh, straight up like this. Like you can't operate like that and think that I'm going to hang around you because I know my vibration. Like, I'm not going to come in your room anymore. I'm not going to want to participate in anything you have going on because I see how you are in person. Mm. And regardless of what you have on, like, if you're working on a project or if you're doing something 
the stress or like the weight or the bulk or the heaviness or whatever it is of that project should not interfere with the relationship or with the interaction that you and I have. Like me personally, like if I have something going on, I, I'm humble enough to say, hey, look, I am needing some assistance in this project. And if you have the mind or the spirit or the energy to help me, I would really appreciate it. But I'm not going to be like, I got this project that I get away from me. I can't do it. Like, that's crazy to me. Mm. <laughs> so for me, like, I completely disassociate myself because I know how important it is this day and age to protect our energy, like to protect our vessel, protect our mind, and to protect our spirits. Because you don't know what somebody's carrying, and those energies are liable to jump off a person's back and attach itself to you. And that's why we have to do the rituals. That's why we have to sage. That's why we have to, you know, speak to our ancestors and fast and pray and do all of these things so that we can have the discernment to be able to, you know, um, remove ourselves from these situations. Now, mind you, like, the experience was beautiful. Um, however, it did let me know that you cannot trust 100% what somebody is telling you over social media until you meet that person flesh to flesh. Because it's then at that point that they're really going to show you who you are. I said all that to say... I'm looking forward to like learning and like having my journal because there are a lot of rooms that we can go into and really learn and really engage and really like climb up a few levels, you know. And I'm looking forward to being able to meet people in person who really are who they say they are because I, I am who I say I am and I know who I am. And I know that there are energies and like-minded people out there that are going to assist us with moving this world into the paradigm that we all see where we can exist in peace and harmony without having to deal with people's egotistical rampage. <laughs> because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> but I, I was going to say, do you like... I appreciate you saying the things that you said as far as like, you know, you're not here to trump anybody and you're not here to separate the, the, the platforms. But at the same time, like, just because you are who you say you are and you've presented that, yourself in that way, you really didn't even need to say that, you know, because like y'all handle yourselves in such a way to where you're not trying to be dictatorial, but rather sharing the platform and allowing people to come in and be one with each other as opposed to being somebody who's like I'm the leader and I've created this and you're going to do what I say when I do it and how I say it. I'm like hold on chop first of all <laughs> but anyway so I was saying all that to say like I'm looking forward to your, your room and I'm going to have my journal and my notebook so that I can take notes and um, receive everything that you have to give us and it is important for you to take your time like you said and make sure that you're in a place in a state of evolution to where when you get ready to divulge because you are going to be a vessel and once you allow yourself to be that portal of energy the spirits are going to come through it's the same way that I received when I had my children like once I had one child the, the, the energies were up in the stratosphere like oh shit the portal's open 
So then I had another one, then I had another one. So it's like, when you get ready to open yourself up and allow yourself to become that portal, like those ancestral energies and that spiritual energy is going to really flood through you. So you do have to be in a place and in, in, uh, position mentally, spiritually, and physically to where you can handle um, just allowing yourself to be that vessel um, of ingenuity for us all. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So long. Hey, that was that was hella encouraging, Org. I appreciate that. I give thanks for you. I appreciate that a lot. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just leave it there. Thank you, thank you, beloved. You're welcome. Yeah, Oracle. Um, you're you're right and exact. I mean, just just keeping it real. Uh, there, there's, I mean, there's 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 dudes out here playing for pussy. There's dudes that that are sending dick pics through 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 you know DMs and stuff who are claiming to be you know, one way and, and, and they be shooting at, there's dudes that, you know, people that strictly do this, they think that they're rappers, they do this, they want to have a woman in every state and all of that. So, I mean, you know, that, I, I think that being able to separate ourselves, uh, from that is very important and be, and like you said, being the message that you bring. And one of the things I pride myself in that, um, everybody up here is a leader. Um, and so I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, there are no big me's and little you's and, and, and any of that. I don't operate like that. I think the greatest thing that, that a person in position can do is create other, other, uh, 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 powerful, uh, people or sur- at least surround themselves with other powerful people. And, uh, I, I, I think that this is a beautiful space. Um, and it's, and it's got the, it's got the right energy and it's got the right people and that's only going to grow. Um, I'm going to get ready to get off, but I am going to leave because we were talking about the Bible. Uh, so I'm going to leave you with this test question for the uh, room. Um, 15 people went to get some lessons Twelve of them were undecided, so they left. Three stayed. Jubilee, Jubilu, and Jubaloom. Fifteen people went to get some lessons. Twelve were undecided. Three stayed. Those three committed murder. Jubilee, Jubaloom, and Jubaloom. I will tell you this, Jubilee is the judge. Jubaloo is the prosecutor. And Jubaloom is the defense attorney. They're all three in cahoots together. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? The sun and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> no. Um, no? <laughs> I think we're about to get cut. So I love you all. I'm about to get off anyway, though. The 12 being the jury. Facts. So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored? Shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2. It's the black YouTube. Why you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. 
companies got to move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10 second snippet, a 15 second snippet, and make them come to OTW tube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining. There's only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTW tube is where it's at. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashley Production. On the wake up.